The views and opinions of today's broadcast are not necessarily the views and opinions of the TJRS radio network. Thank you for being a loyal listener and enjoy the show. Online radio at its best. You are listening to the TJRS radio network. You may write me down in history with your bitter twisted lies. You may trod me in the very dirt, but still like dust, I'll rise. Good morning and welcome to the serious side of the Jay Rouse Show, the show where we discuss politics, social issues affecting people of color, and every now and then a little comedy as well. Now here's your host, Jay Ryle. Thank you for that wonderful introduction and happy Easter to you and yours. Hope you guys are celebrating on this special day, but we also appreciate the fact that you're hanging with us. Here are the topics that we will discuss on this week's edition of the Serious Side of the Jay Brown Show. Support for expelled Tennessee Democratic lawmakers is growing louder. State Republicans say the so-called Tennessee Three conducted a mutiny on the House floor when they led gun reform chants from the Speaker's podium with a bullhorn. Some Democratic leaders are calling the expulsion an embarrassing stain on democracy. During a surprise trip to Nashville Friday, Vice President Harris met with the Tennessee Three. Donald Trump stands before a judge, the first former president in history to be arraigned on criminal charges. Laying out how Justice Thomas and his wife went on many trips over the years, paid for by his friend and big Republican donor Harlan Crone, and importantly, did not disclose that in any disclosures. And we have got major breaking news in the state of Wisconsin tonight. NBC News projects Janet Protasiewicz has defeated Daniel Kelly to become the state's next Supreme Court justice. Her victory gives the court a liberal majority for the first time in 15 years. Online radio at its best. Dear Heavenly Father, as the new day dawns and the sun rises, I come before you with an open heart and mind. I give you thanks for this day and for the gift of life. I ask for your guidance and wisdom as I face the challenges and opportunities that lie ahead. I pray for your strength to overcome obstacles and for your love to be present in all my thoughts and actions. Please, Father, bless my family and friends and bring peace and joy to their hearts. I trust in your goodness and faithfulness. Thank you, Lord for your endless love, care, and blessings. Because of the Lord's great love, we are not consumed, for His compassions never fail. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. Lamentations chapter 3 verses 22 to 23 To you, Father, I give all the praise, honor, and glory. 
in Jesus name I pray amen 3478501272 happy easter to you and yours you're listening to the serious side of the Jay Ryle show which happens every Sunday morning right here on the TJRS radio network online radio at its best of course I'm Jay Ralph thank you thank you thank you uh, for uh, being with us on this most special day. Uh, hopefully you will have the opportunity. Maybe you are on your way to church. Uh, maybe you are just leaving church. Anyway, this is a day for family and friends, and this is a day to celebrate uh, Jesus, the resurrection, resurrection, I should say, of the Father himself. Uh, as always, I'm going to share this stage by myself. Let me bring in my big sis, and uh, Mr. Elias is in the house on this special Sunday. Good morning, big sis, and happy Easter. Good morning, everybody. Happy Resurrection Day to you guys. I hope y'all have a blessed day. Same to you. And the man who gets the first and last word here on the serious side, the one and only Mr. L to the E to the S. Good morning, sir. Uh, happy Easter to you. And uh, how are you doing on this beautiful day? Well, good morning, good morning, good morning to you. And happy Easter to you as well. I'm doing well. And good morning, next time. Good morning, Kathleen. Good morning, Real Day. Good morning, Rich Sister. Good morning, Momo B. Good morning, my Music. And good morning, Kathleen. And good morning, my brother Hawkins. Good morning, my brother Jerome. Get it in every morning. Get it in every morning. Once again, the number is 347 And, of course, if you listen to the show, you know what time it is. Uh, we wrap in clap doing the first segment of the show. Mr. Elias, man, I want to start in your neck of the woods. Chicago, new mayor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of people are saying that could be problems for President Obama in the Obama Presidential Center. What say you? I don't think it will be. I don't think it will be. I don't think it will be that much of a problem for him. I don't. Okay. I, you know, you're not reading. I don't. I don't think you're reading the news. Okay. Right. You read the news all you want to. I don't think it will be. I don't. You know. I don't think it will be. Mm-mm. <laughs> there it is. Fact, I don't think like, it will be. They, they've already broke what are y'all talking working, about? They've already they, well, they're, well, they're working on it right now. They broke ground. Well, well that's true, about? but. Yeah, but, but Mr. Elias, what we're saying is is that, well, you need to go read the news reports. Basically, Vanessa, what's happening is is that a lot of uh, residents in that area where they are, where they are about to uh, build the Obama presidential uh, library, uh, a lot of the residents are not happy uh, because there are a lot of green trees there. That's the place that they're going to cut down to put this uh, facility in place. Uh, neighborhood leaders wanted the Obamas to sign and I can't remember the term, what it's called, but it's an agreement to ensure that people in that area will get the first crack at jobs. Um, and so that now was, with this I, more liberal... Yes, Ms. Delius, go I, ahead. I, I, I could have sworn that was already done. They, they said that people in that area would get the first crack at jobs. Well, they said that, they said yeah. that, but they didn't sign the agreement. And that was the big thing. They said, yeah, you can say you're going to give our people jobs, but no, putting in writing. And I forget what it's called. I'll look it up. Uh, because we actually did a, a segment on this uh, a few years ago. And so the president, you know, President Obama and his team, they were like, well, you know, listen, just trust us. We're going to give you jobs. And the community saying that's not good enough. And now with this more liberal mayor in place, uh, you know, this continues to be fought in courts. And so now they're thinking, wait a minute now, this is the more progressive uh, mayor, and now some of these neighborhood groups, Vanessa, think that now that this guy's in office, 
that you know they'll have better footing to try to take on the former president. So yeah, it's not right, Jay, you know you, people. What, 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 what you're going to realize, Jay, is that they've already broke ground. They're building it. I already know that, Mr. Elias. I already know what, that. I mean, stop that, building it. Well, Mr. Elias, that can happen if there's a court injunction. Absolutely. Okay, you're right. Well, I'm not. You're right. You're, you're coming at me like I'm the. I'm telling you what reports are saying. Now I don't okay. have a dog in the fight. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, and, and you're right. You don't have a dog in the fight. You don't know. They're not gonna stop that, Jay. I mean, they. I well, you, you know, you well, are, okay, Mr. Wizard. It doesn't matter. In the middle. Okay. Have you ever okay. heard of the term cease and desist? It doesn't matter. You're right. If a court, well, that. you're right, Mr. Elias. You're right. Think about Roe versus Wade. You know, Roe v. Wade. Yeah, that's already precedent. Guess what? You can't do it anymore. That you're don't mean anything because it's orange. established. I'm not oh, comparing apples to oranges. You're going to stop it, it, Oh, so they're going to stop? They're going to stop allowing women to have abortions? Yes. Look, man, you are uh, you talking about? No, you comparing apples to oranges. You talking about the structure? I'm not comparing apples to oranges. Yeah, you are. You talking about the structure? No, I'm not. The structure. Damn, I mean, oh, you're right. You're building. right. You're oh, right. So, 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 if they win in court, so if they win in court, Mr. Elias, if they win in court, they're gonna just keep building. If a judge ordered them to stop building, they're gonna keep building because they already started breaking ground. You sound foolish. You sound foolish because they've already they I mean, the structure is up. That's what I'm trying to say, you dummy. Listen to him. Listen to him. Oh my God. Okay. The structure's on. Oh, oh, yeah, you're right. Stop yeah. I okay. They won't stop it. It's, it's All right, okay. Right. Yeah. Sure. I'm not betting anything. I'm not betting anything. But you can't make a statement to say, well, they're, oh, well, it's already built. They're going to stop. They're not going to stop building it. Hey, if they win a court injunction, they will stop building it. Period. Okay. okay. You say what you want to say. Yeah, I am right. I guarantee they want no court injunction. Come on, man. It's too much well, money. You know, to I don't know that. I don't know that. You really don't know money, that either. You just saying. Money, money rules the world. Money rules the world. Oh, yeah, so yeah. Money rules the world. Okay. Yeah, all right. We're fine, Mr. Elias. I'm done talking about it. I'm done talking about it. All right, Vanessa. Let's go, Vanessa, because this, 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 this guy, it's Easter Sunday. He's already made me break a couple of eggs just talking to this clown already this morning. Uh, Vanessa. You look in the mirror, you break a mirror, too. So that's well, you know what? Uh, <laughs> Vanessa, Vanessa. Come help me, Vanessa, because I owe this dude and got on my nerves this morning. All right, listen. Uh, LSU wins the championship, right? Jill Biden stands up and says, hey, why not bring both teams to the, to the, uh, to the White House? Which pissed off LSU players. And so now they're saying, well, guess what? Don't worry. We don't want to come to the White House. Hey, Michelle Obama, President Obama, can we come to your house? What do you think about this? I don't think Jill Biden was trying to do anything ill intent, but I'm going to tell you something. It has race written all over it because when the sister did the, you know, get, you know, the shade, wiping her hands in front of her face, oh, my God, she was the worst thing since sliced bread. But this white girl did it uh, in the game prior, and no one said anything. Iowa, most of their team is white. LSU, most of their team is black. Go figure, right? What say you in regards to this? They interviewed they interviewed that young girl the other day, and that's when I found out about the story. You know, uh-huh. it ain't nothing different. 
certain races can do things and get away with it, like the conversation we're going to have later about the two black boys and the white woman walk. But why are y'all surprised? But, uh, but Jill shouldn't have said nothing. I'm not surprised. Jill shouldn't have said anything about both of y'all come because that's not the way it normally goes. She's just trying to make peace, but that didn't work. And she should well, have no, done it that. And then, well, no, it didn't. I, but see, and then the black girl, no, 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 but, but the I don't think girl, she did it. The white girl didn't get in trouble. So you know what? I'm sick of this shit yeah. stuff. Well, well, listen to you. See, hold your stuff. Don't don't fall into the trap of me and this guy. Okay, you make sure you stay above reproach. You almost cursed. Don't don't fall. Don't don't let the, the the dirt and filth and, and and the smut from these from from the two of us get on you. But the bigger picture here, let me. I got to talk to him now. The bigger picture here, Mister Les, is the fact of the matter is this: is that. I don't think Jill Biden did that intentionally. I think she got caught up in the game. Uh, you know, listen, their grandkids and the Obama girls are best friends. Matter of fact, they were just uh, seen together uh, last week. So I don't think there's no ill intent. But because of the way this country is set up, because race is a huge factor in this country, that's the first thing that people said, oh, the little white girl can do it, but then when the little sister do it, she's hood, she's this, she's that. And, you know, a lot of sports talking heads are saying, look, this is wrong. Stephen A. Smith, even though I can't stand him, he had a point. What say you, Mr. Elias, in regards to this fake, fake, fake well, controversy? Well, you know what, Joe, I, you know, Joe Biden probably didn't know. You know she, she's trying, to, she's trying right. to maybe smooth it over. But, but yeah. the rest of the commentary, like people like Keith Oberman called her effing idiot or moron. Or oh, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. Keith Oberman called that effing moron. Then he came back to where I really don't watch. When they said, they said, well, it's okay for this girl to do it, but this girl to do it. He said, well, I, I don't watch. I, I don't watch. I don't keep up with college sports that much anyway. Yeah, well, before, then why are you commenting on anything? You don't keep up with it. Why are you commenting on anything? And you, you should have kept your damn mouth closed. And another news oh, yeah. I said that, mm-hmm. uh, he said, well, you know, they said, well, she did it before to Ellen, to, to the Louisville Cardinals, and she did it to South Carolina, and she waved them off. What about that? And he said, well, she didn't do it disrespectfully like she did. And I'm looking at her and dude, she waved out the, the, the uh, South Carolina Cardinals like, get out of here. You don't take the shot, you ain't going to do nothing with it. It's a trash-talking game. It, 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 it's a trash-talking game. People talk trash all the time. And one of the biggest trash talkers ever in the league, in case people don't know it, was a white boy named Larry Bird. He talked more That's trash than all the He talked more trash than anybody. Michael Jordan said he taught me how to talk trash. So this is this is what you talk. This this is the game. This is trash talk. This is what they do. So don't take that away from the game. Don't. Please don't. You didn't you didn't you didn't you didn't soften up comedy when people say something and get so offended. Don't do that to the game. Don't. Wow, that guy there is on a roll this morning. Uh now in fairness to can we talk what's her name? Caitlin, what's her last name, Mr. Elias? Uh I don't know her last name. Well, I can't. Well, boy, I tell you what, we are just so horrible when it comes to stuff like this. Goes to show you that this show is not rehearsed. We don't have notes. All right. So anyway, but 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 in fairness to the Iowa player number twenty-two, Caitlin, whatever her name is, Caitlin Clark. I, I can't remember what her name. Clark, is. Caitlin Clark. But if, it's, it's, it's. Is it Clark? Okay. So it's in fairness to her, she came to the defense of the LSU player. 
So, so you know, she said, hey, it's, a, it's just a part of the game. So sometimes we have in, innocent victims caught up in the hypocrisy of how this country is uh, built when it comes to and how this country re- reacts to race. So you have three, in my opinion, three innocent victims here. You have LS, the LSU player, you have the Iowa player, and you have Jill Biden. Because I don't think she did this uh, intentionally. I think she was caught up in the moment. It wasn't well. It wasn't a great game. Uh, they got blown out. But I think what she was thinking about was the whole Final Four. I mean, it was an exciting Final Four. And I think she was just saying, hey, listen, these girls played very well. Let's get them to the White House. I'm going to ask Joe to invite both. You know, sometimes you get caught up. Yeah. It's not really your house. <laughs> but maybe you can do that for your house, but not the White House. Go ahead, Ms. Elias. Well, you know, in defense of her, it was a good game because if you realize it, they were, they were beating them by 17 and a half. And they brought it back down to single digits, and then LSU put the gas right back on them. So it was, yeah. it was yeah, a yeah. good game. It was it was a, it was yeah. a really good game, man. I give a, I give them that one. But you know, and then Angie Reese, when she did her thing, you know, come on, man. It's, it's, and isn't it isn't it a shame that these kids are, uh, you know, I think that's a shame. Isn't it great that they're staying in college instead of going to the pros because they make more money in college than the pros? <laughs> Well, you know what? That's a different topic for a different day, especially when it comes to women athletics. Uh, that's something we may have to put on the docket because you're absolutely correct about that. And uh, I was watching something uh, when Lisa Leslie was sitting down with some NBA stars. And, yeah, you know, this, this, this is the time I wish Powerhouse Sports Talk Radio was back on the air. But, yeah, we may have to put a segment in place for that because that's interesting what you, what you brought up with the uh, ILL or what it's called, the IML. What is that? It's Images. NIL. 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 Okay. Uh, okay. All right. So anyway, yeah, maybe we can have a conversation about that. Okay. We have talked long enough. It is time for an NPR news update. It's time to get into the show. Three four seven eight five zero one two seven two. Happy Easter to you and yours. We'll be right back after this. Don't you go anywhere. Live from NPR News in Washington, I'm Louise Schiavone. Easter, Ramadan, and Passover are coinciding this year, leading to new calls for peace around the world. At the Vatican, Pope Francis celebrated Easter Mass this morning after a recent hospitalization for bronchitis. After the ceremony, the Pope turned his attention to bloody conflicts around the world, delivering the pontiff's annual Easter message, Urbi et Orbi, to the city and the world from a balcony at St. Peter's Basilica. He spoke of the war in Ukraine. The Pope offered prayers for the wounded and those in despair and sorrow, for the return of prisoners on both sides, and for peace in Ukraine. The 86-year-old Pope was back in the public eye 12 hours after a long Saturday vigil. He'd skipped the Good Friday procession at the Colosseum due to the cold. Militants in Syria fired rockets toward Israel in a rare attack from Israel's northern neighbor. Israel bombed Syrian military targets in response. NPR's Daniel Estrin reports from Tel Aviv. 
Palestinian militants based in Syria claimed responsibility for the rare rocket fire toward Israel, according to a Beirut-based television channel. Six rockets were fired toward Israel and the Israeli annexed Golan Heights. Israel says its air force bombed Syrian army targets, including a military compound. There were no injuries reported on either side. But in the Israeli-occupied West Bank, Israeli forces shot and killed a 20-year-old Palestinian, according to Palestinian officials. Israel said its troops opened fire at Palestinians throwing stones and explosive devices. It's the latest in several days of violence during a time of intensified religious emotion with Ramadan and Passover overlapping. Violence began earlier last week at Jerusalem's Al-Aqsa Mosque with police beating Palestinians, drawing rocket fire from Gaza and Lebanon and several other fatal attacks. Daniel Estrin, NPR News, Tel Aviv. A glimmer of hope in Yemen where a picture shows Saudi Arabia's ambassador shaking the hand of the leader of the Houthi movement, a group that a Saudi-led coalition has been battling for eight years. The BBC's Sebastian Usher reports talks are due to start on a permanent ceasefire. The picture of the Saudi ambassador Mohammed Saeed al-Jabba shaking the hand of the Houthi leader Mohammed Ali al-Houthi has been greeted as a significant sign of both sides' wish to find an end to eight years of war. It has left tens of thousands of Yemenis dead and some 80% of the population in need of aid. The Saudi delegation, along with the mediation team from Oman, arrived in Sana'a on Saturday with the aim of thrashing out the terms of a permanent ceasefire. Key issues are said to include the reopening of all ports and airports, a political transition and a process to rebuild the country. There are hopes that a deal could be reached this month. The BBC's Sebastian Usher. This is NPR News in Washington. The NAACP is committed to equality for all people, especially the equality of foundational black Americans. Every other child gets a chance at economic equality. Every other child gets a chance at living the best life they possibly can. Doesn't he deserve a chance to? Learn more at NAACP.org. Online radio at its best. As protests grew in size and volume this week outside the Tennessee State Legislature, Vice President Kamala Harris landed for a last-minute trip to Nashville and a meeting with the two Democratic legislators expelled by their colleagues and the third representative who was nearly ousted. A democracy says you don't silence the people. You do not stifle the people. You don't turn off their microphones when they are speaking about the Thursday's vote by the large Republican majority to expel legislators Justin Jones and Justin Pearson has triggered a national firestorm. And as you see, we'll demand it in the House, we'll get expelled for it too, and we'll demand it outside the House. Last week, the pair and State Representative Gloria Johnson, using a megaphone, protested at a legislative session and urged for stricter gun laws just days after the shooting rampage at the private Christian Covenant School. Johnson was spared expulsion by a single vote and argued her being white might have been the factor. It might have to do with the color of our skin. State Republicans argued last week's disruption by the three caused disorder and dishonor. Look at the disrespect with which he has conducted himself today. 
he called our speaker a liar. He pointed derisively at our speaker. He insulted each and every one of you. In Washington, National Democratic leaders issued blistering statements, including House Democratic leader Hakeem Jeffries, who said the expulsions were baseless and that democracy is under attack. 23 minutes after the hour, you're listening to the serious side on a beautiful Easter Sunday. Happy Easter to you and yours. Sad day in America. Um, two African-American lawmakers uh, were expelled from Congress, uh, from the State House in Tennessee. Uh, just a sad day. Um, you know, when, when it first happened, um, I was shocked. But I was really shocked because they just did this in broad daylight. They knew that every freaking television news cable show was showing this they knew that they were in the spotlight and they did it right there in front of everyone and what really made it shocking for me was i thought all three were going to be expelled i'm just going to be honest with you and when the white lawmaker survived i said oh my god every time something like this happens we always say oh my god I can't believe this. I, I guarantee you, if you go back and listen to these shows, you're going to hear that term, I can't believe this. I am shocked. You're going to hear those terms over and over and over again because this is the state of America, folks. This is the country in which we live, and it's a damn shame. Let me turn to you, Mr. Elias. Um, you know, you're going to also hear the term, I'm not shocked, because I guarantee you that's what's going to come out of your mouth. I'm not. I'm not shocked. Basically, what what's happening with the Republican Party is they're running testing grounds to see what the climate is going to be. And I'm telling you, they, you know, you got people in Tennessee who urinated on people's seats. They didn't get expelled from the, the uh, from the from the state house. You got people who uh, uh, who uh, are members of the Klan, and they get them expelled from the state house. Yeah, you got all these things, and you and, and the because the, the white woman didn't grab the bullhorn. That's the only reason she didn't get expelled from the house. But you got people who who were in an insurrection who voted against democracy in and, and, and D.C. and they didn't get expelled from 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 Congress. So don't hand me this stuff because they and then they talk to these. These young brothers, like they were, like they were scolding, like they were their parents, so condescending. It's it's it's, it's, un, it's unprecedented that they're going to do stuff like this, but I'm not shocked at it because right now they're testing the waters to see if they can send us back to Jim Crow. Look, keep an eye on Mississippi and see what's happening in Mississippi. The reason, look, look what's happening in look at what's happening in Florida with Ron DeSantis. They are testing the waters to see if they can take our black asses. And I, all our minority asses and put us in check. Trust me, they're testing the waters. You know, Vanessa, it's not, uh, we can't lose sight of the fact that <clears throat> it's Tennessee, the birthplace of the Klan. Um, and people always accuse folks like us of playing the race card, unnecessarily playing the race card. And listen, I subscribe to that. If we do, we do. I've called that out on this show. You know, when I brought up the situation with uh, Rodney King, 
you know, the, the, the brothers that were arrested. You know, everyone was talking about, oh, my God, you know, this is they're doing this because we're black. No, they're doing this because they caught you on videotape hitting this man inside the head and taking a shot at him. So, yeah, there are times where we unnecessarily play the race card. But this is not one of those times. This is a time that was on full display for the American public to see. And the fact that you heard these Republican lawmakers, like Mr. Elias just said, he was disrespectful to the leader. He pointed his finger uh, in a disrespectful way at the leader. Oh, my God, this is an, one of them had the audacity to say that this is an insurrection. <laughs> you have to laugh from not crying from this nonsense. How do you compare three lawmakers standing in the chamber, right, protesting something that most Americans agree with them on, they were protesting three white babies got killed. Out of the six people that were killed in Nashville, only one was black. So you can't use that as a crutch. So now you have these lawmakers who stood up in the chambers. You know why they used the bullhorn, by the way? Because they've already right. told us what, what happens there. Anytime they say something that's in dissent of the Republicans, they cut their freaking mics off. And one of the lawmakers stood up and said, you know, the only reason we're being allowed to speak now is because everyone's watching. If the cameras weren't here, they'd shut our mics off. What say you, Vanessa? You know what? I'm holding my head. So this upsets me so bad on so many different things. It should. It should. at the level is, I always said that if I didn't live in Texas, I would live in Nashville. Well, hey, Nashville is as bad as Texas, it seems like. Okay, the next one is they openly did it in everybody's face. And the people yeah. who were protesting were protesting gun laws. And they, I mean, and you're right. There were some white children, babies, that were killed in this, and they still wanted to act ignorant with them. And then to let the white woman stay in place in front of everybody was like a slap in black people's face all over the world, yeah. actually. So I am just flabbergasted. I know, Les, you say, I ain't, I ain't surprised. But, Dane, I'm not touching. I'm saying words beside it. But, Dane, you would think that. It would eventually stop where every Sunday we're shocked about something that has happened in this country against black people, either a shooting or they then broke into our apartment by accident and killed somebody. Or, I mean, it's just every week they're doing something against black people and they're getting away with it. But most importantly, I think I had this conversation with Les that upsets me is when I brought these conversations up to my daughter. Mm-hmm. My daughter didn't know what I was talking about. So this mm. is, I, and I, they're all on a camping trip, so I hope they're holding conversations regarding what's mm-hmm. going on in this country because these things do not affect me per se. It affects their life. Okay. Now, let's go to... Um, well, it affects you, but, it, but, go, but what you're saying no, is a, that long-term, long it's going to affect them more. Right. Long-term, it's going to affect them. Right now, yeah. it don't, that's not 
don't affect me. It does not because it's okay. Just like yesterday, I had a conversation with Helen. Y'all know my white girlfriend that I like, and we are we don't discuss politics. And she said this world is just in a bad place right now, and that's as close as she could get to that. And so we were saying it is, but our children need to start paying attention to what's going on in the news, black and white. And she said, like what, Vanessa? And I said, like abortion. Abortion affects black people and white people, not just one race. And she said, well, you know, I'm Catholic, so I don't believe in that. I said, but... What if one of your beautiful granddaughters, and she got some pretty dope granddaughters, what if one of your beautiful granddaughters gets raped and has to raise that child? She said, Vanessa, I don't believe in abortion. I, she said, but Vanessa, let me say this, so we won't get into the argument. She said, none of this affects me. Bobby was furious when she said that. None of this affects me directly because I can't have any babies. And I said, neither, but I still... Take offense because of the grandchildren. I just, you know, but then I just said this doesn't directly affect me, and it doesn't. But I'm still trying to get the the youngsters to listen to the news, understand what's going on in this country. Sit at the round table with my daughter. Did you know that Clarence Thomas's wife did this? Did you know that they got boats and yacht trips? No, Mama, I didn't know any of that. Did you know that some black people got turned down off their jobs because they did this and this? No, Mama, these are educated HBCU black children that most of them are making between ninety and a hundred and five hundred and ten thousand dollars a year, which is dang good money in Texas, and but they don't know what's going on. In the country, that really, out of all of this, bugs the heck out of me. Is that this is their future, their future that we're all on this radio show arguing about, discussing, and they're not paying attention. That's what upsets me. Yeah, I would imagine so. It does. Thirty-three minutes after the hour, you're listening to the serious side. Looks like Jerome is here. Good morning, Jerome. How are you? Hey, I'm good. How are you? Good morning. I'm doing well, too. Good morning, Especially guys. There can yeah. be uh, in, in this country that uh, just blatantly put on display for everyone to know that, hey, listen, the Negroes is not going to run nothing around here, and we're going to put them in their place. If you talk to us in a defensive tone, if you talk to us with a little bit of bass in your voice, guess what? We're going to admonish you. We're going to expel you. We're going to throw you out of Congress. We're going to uh, not allow your constituents to have a representative here at this state house. Um, uh, Give me your thoughts on this whole thing, man. Well, I I mean, I don't really, first of all, it's not surprising, and I don't, again, I don't really get it that everybody is so shocked about what this country is just generally because there is a default, right? And so no matter how much any of us keeps yelling about this, um, the pathology of folks is not changing, right? And so we have to be really cautious about, like, um, even looking at this as it's just Tennessee, or it's just Texas, or it's just like a, you know, a red state or Florida or whatever, that is the undercurrent of how colonizers kind of think, right? 
they're just getting bold because they've always been bold. We just didn't have cameras and the Internet. So all of this stuff that's happening is something that has been always under the surface. Now, you can get to a point social, you know, um, economically as a black person and ignore this. This has always happened in time where we've had, you know, during the civil rights movement, rich black folks being like, this this don't affect me. I don't care. Right? And I want to, you know, I don't know if I've said this before, but most black people... I shouldn't say all, but just a lot of black people who know who Carter G. Woodson is, right? So Carter G. Woodson mm-hmm. made Black History Week, which we have Black History Month. But he also wrote this this book called The Miseducation of the Negro. So he was very educated uh, a thinker. But what he realized when he got older is that your education as a black person, when you are reading books from white people, makes you miseducated. You start trusting them start thinking like them. We can never let our foot off the gas from fighting for our own rights. I don't care if you're fighting for somebody else's rights or whatever. The fact is that those guys in that chamber were victims of being black mm-hmm. over everything else. I don't care what they were protesting or who they were protesting for. You are always the first line of defense under white supremacy. And we just can't. I'm not saying that we should fear it. I'm not saying anything. I'm just saying that we need to recognize what it is so that we start moving accordingly. We need to be smarter. And I'm not saying that those guys did anything wrong. They were right. They were right. But they were sacrificed because our faith in white folks standing up doing the right thing is always misplaced. Until they prove that they can do something different, I would not have any faith in it. And even if they did something different... It would just be that one white person, right? Because the, the trick in life is that you can look at individuals, and individuals can be cool, but collectively, notice how the Republicans always stand together collectively. I'm sure if you met one of those people, you'd be like, well, they're not racist. They're cool people. They voted with the people who oust them because they was black. So just think about that when it comes to, you know, saying, hey, you know, I know some cool white people. We all do. <laughs> but the problem is, is collectively, it is not going to benefit you. And we have to kind of keep that in mind in leadership. So even if I'm not talking to everybody on the show, I am talking in a leadership standpoint. We have to be cognizant of the fact that, you know, these are not isolated cases of look what they did to that black guy. And for even the audience, uh, listening audience saying, you know, you guys are always talking about race. It's because if we ignore race, then you get to sidetrack us, sidetrack us on conversations that have nothing to do with nothing, right? We could talk about the gun, what they were protesting. We can talk about the, the children that was killed and black people stepping up to fight for their children. And it still does not help you if you're black. It won't make you a hero amongst them but it will definitely get you sacrificed amongst the same people, and they move on. Mm-hmm. Right? We, so anyway, we see that with with black women in, in um, civil rights movement, during women's mm-hmm. suffrage. You know, when the black women stepped up, Susan May Anthony and Elizabeth Cady Stanton was like, okay, black women, we got this. They moved to join the truth and Harriet coming up out of there because they said it's about us. So this 
we have a lot of historical references to this kind of thing happening. Um, so I don't know what the question is, but what I think about it is just like LES, we're not surprised. There's nothing surprising about this. And, you know, as far as telling, making everybody cognizant of it, cognizant of it, you're not going to get that from the news because the news does not care about race like that. They're going to sidetrack the issue and just say they got expelled, like they did something wrong. So, you know, you had people who were assaulting children and, and all sorts of felonies and stuff who don't get expelled. Right. So you had a, them break a, a house rule, an, in, an internal rule, and they expelled the black folks. <laughs> right. That's just like getting pulled up by the cops and saying you got a broken mirror, but you was acting funny, and then they arrest you. <laughs> right? Like the dog on mirror or a headlight right. or whatever. They did say they were going to bring uh, both of them back. They were going to put them both back in office, and then the one from Memphis, they said, well, if you put him back in office, what we're going to do is not fund your uh, your, your your city. We're going to take your funds away from your city. This is this, right. is, this is what they've come to. This is, it's, right. It's, it's, <laughs> yeah, and I would argue this is who they've always been. Mm-hmm. Right? So just because he's not abiding by what they think is decorum. They don't care. No, he's not obeying them. Call it what it is, Jerome. He's not obeying master. Call it what it is. Let's not sugarcoat it. That's exactly what they're doing. Right. And so you look at even the crazy stuff that happens in Congress, Marjorie Taylor Greene and all of those nuts up there, you can actually get those guys out of Congress. They've broken rules. Do you think they do that? No. But, if, you know, everybody and their mothers, like ALC said this, and they look at minorities very differently, and they expel you anything that they can find on you to break a rule. You know? And so, again, we know we know what it is. I don't, you know, you you would have to ask me a question, but we know what the, why, what the motivation is. But the problem is, is what are we going to do? And I guess that's the question um, that we would have to answer, but I wouldn't go around discussing with white folks. Do we think? Do they think that was fair? They have no emotional feeling towards none of that stuff, and most of the time they'll be like, "Oh, I didn't know that happened," because it has nothing to do with them personally, and that's a dumb way to live. And matter of fact, it's not a dumb way to live. It is selfish. It's just selfish. Like, yes. Every, just because you have convers well, okay, first of all, me and my girlfriend don't discuss politics because then I wouldn't have any friends because black and white and Mexican, my friends, are, most of them are Republicans. So anyway, uh-huh, but, yeah, I don't discuss it. And it's not dumb if you do discuss it. So you can't call people dumb because they hold a conversation with another nationality regarding what's going on in the world. That does not make someone dumb. And that's kind of nasty to say that, Jerome. But, I don't think he's. Yeah. I don't think that's what he said. Did, I didn't did, take did it as that. That, that's what he said. Okay, though. I mean, uh, okay, all right. No, I didn't think. I didn't think that was a message, though. But okay. no. Vanessa, you did hear me say. Wait a minute. You did let me finish and hear me say it's not dumb, but it's unnecessary, right? It's, nothing yeah. is dumb, right? When it comes to anybody's curiosity, you can have a conversation about anything. 
that I was saying that when you have conversations that are emotionally wrapped in things that have to do with your culture or your race, it is not smart. It's not dumb, but it's not smart to expect sympathy for the people who are who are projecting that stuff out into the rest of the world and who have no knowledge of it but, happening. You're going to never, listen, you're never going to get any satisfaction from it. But, Jerome, uh, if you, you want to have a conversation, you conversation have a conversation for about sympathy. anything. Jerome, people mm-hmm. don't hold the conversation for sympathy. Sometimes you hold the conversation because you want to know what other people are thinking. It's like we listen to AM Republican Michael Berry and Sean Hannity shows. I know you don't, but, yeah, we listen to it because – Sometimes you need to know what the other side is saying or what they're thinking. And if you just stay on a black channel that only talks about Democrats, then you don't know what the rest of the world is saying. Even if you don't look at British news, you don't know what the other side of the world is or the U.K. is saying about us over here. Though you might not care, other people would like to know what's going on or what they think about us. So you know what? So to be smart, is to know what the other side is also thinking, doing, and saying. But just to Listen. hold the conversation with somebody is not saying that you need sympathy, because I don't need sympathy from none of them about nothing, because none of them can do nothing for me. But okay. I feel like okay. people are thinking. Uh, so I, no, let me finish. Uh, uh, all right. Fair, fair enough. 30-second 30, 30 rebut. Okay, so I don't know why you're taking this personal, but here's the thing. I, I read like 14 papers a day, literally. Then you need a life, Jerome, if you read 20 newspapers a day. I need a what? Life outside of politics if you read 20 newspapers a day. <laughs> I do okay, let, let me finish this thought because we're over. Do, Jerome, go ahead and wrap up so Why we can go. Why do you think people are calling me politically when it comes time to make political decisions? In leadership, you have to go to somebody who knows. So what happens is that there are those of us who study study history, who study current affairs. We do that stuff for a living. People pay me to do that, Vanessa. So it's not like I don't have a life, right? You have to take a personal shot at me for it. But all I'm saying to you is that if that's a part of understanding what's going on in the bigger picture of the world, right? And and I was not taking a shot at you and your relationship to the white folks that you hang out with. Like, I don't care. All I'm saying is generally across the board is that when we have information, it is good to process that information in a way that is going to have us have wellness across the board. That is all I'm saying. I didn't, I'm not discouraging nobody, like anybody, not to learn. And since I mentioned Carter G. Woodson, he is the one that says there's two educations. There's one that somebody else gives you and the one that you give yourself, but the one that you give yourself is longer lasting and more valuable to you. Mm-hmm. I suggest Everybody learns outside of letting somebody else tell them what they should learn. Wow. Okay. What a, what a start to the show. All right. Three four seven eight five zero one two seven two on the Easter Sunday. By the way, me and Mister Elliot, I tell you, it's great. All right. So listen. Uh, you heard of Superman. You heard of uh, Supergirl. You've heard of Super Dog. I think is there a Super Dog? Well, have you ever heard of Super Pigs? Do I have your attention? Probably not, <laughs> but in this week's edition of In Four Minutes or Less, something that you need to know, you're going to learn about some super pigs. Can't wait for you to hear this. We'll be right back after this, uh, Three four seven eight five zero one two seven two. Happy Easter to you and yours. You're listening to the serious side of the J. Ryle Show. 
just when you think we might have more than enough to worry about, something else appears. Super pigs. Researchers at the University of Saskatchewan's Canadian Wild Pig Research Project have told Field and Stream that these invasive hybrids of domestic pigs and European wild boars now roam over hundreds of thousands of square miles of central Canada. And they've begun to cross into the United States. I'm amazed, by the way, that algorithms push articles from Field and Stream to my newsfeed. Field and Stream is an online magazine for people who hike, hunt, fish, camp, and love the outdoors. Essentially, everyone but me. But I clicked and learned that these wild super pigs were bred by farmers to thrive in the extreme winters of the Canadian prairies. Large body animals survive the cold better and have better reproduction in those conditions. Dr. Ryan Brook of the Wild Pig Research Project told Field and Stream, whose site I have now bookmarked. But larger bodies and more prolific reproduction created new problems. Progress often does. The larger pigs began to meet, date, discover mutual interests, fall in love, and start families. I am perhaps being a touch romantic here. To quote the original Jurassic Park movie, Life uh, Finds a Way. A population of wild super pigs began to swell. Inevitably, some of the pigs broke through their fencing. Now they prowl the prairies and they're hungry. Wild super pigs are not fussy eaters who ask, uh, Excuse me, chef, are these scallions or ramps? Wild hogs feed on anything, says Dr. Brooke. They gobble up tons and tons of goslings and ducklings in the spring. They can take down a white-tailed deer, even an adult, not to mention the crop damage. Dr. Brooks says it would be impossible to eradicate the super pigs, but researchers in the U.S. and Canada have begun a program they call Squeal on Pigs, which urges people to report any wild pig they may glimpse, say while walking the dog or outside the Denny's. And they have fixed GPS collars around some to track them back to their friends. <laughs> Who's squealing now? Experts thought crossbreeding domestic pigs with wild boars would develop a hearty new stock, but now these super pigs range so freely and wreak so much mayhem it might remind us that bold new solutions to current problems often shine brightest on paper, on screen, or in a lab. Then they run smack into real life. drive drunk, they're going to find you. So stop kidding yourself. Sir, have you been drinking tonight? Sir, have you been drinking this evening? Sir, have you been drinking tonight? They will catch you and arrest you. Drive sober or get pulled over. Online radio at its best. Donald Trump stands before a judge, the first former president in history to be arraigned on criminal charges. Court officers stood immediately behind him as he sat at the defense table. Cameras in the 15th floor hallway recorded the unprecedented scene. And look, a court officer didn't hold the door for him as it closed. The former president actually has to push the door open for himself, which is probably the first time he's had to do that in quite some time. <laughs> Trump looked grim and glowered at the camera. 
Inside court, he was scowling again. His demeanor was described as visibly angry. It seemed that when the attorneys spoke on his behalf, uh, that they seemed to say things that he liked. They even, I noticed, called him the president. No one referred to him on his counsel as the former president. Trump was fingerprinted and assigned a booking number, a permanent record of his arrest. But no mugshot was taken. America held its breath as the top broadcast and cable news networks interrupted programming for the historic event. This moment at 1.24 p.m. Eastern Time, Donald J. Trump is under arrest. That's right. It is eight minutes before the top of the hour, 52 minutes after the top of the hour. It is the serious time on a beautiful Easter Sunday. And you knew we were waiting to talk about this one, boy. Oh, happy day. Oh, happy day. He was indicted. Now he is, or he has been arrested, and now he is a defendant in a criminal case. Uh, a lot of people are talking about this. Let me start with you, Vanessa. A lot of people are saying that the, uh, the charges in this particular case, people were wondering, okay, what were, what were the counts? Turned out there were 34 felony counts. 34. And all this revolves around the hush money payments that he made to Stormy uh, Daniels. And we've been saying this for years on this show. How can Michael Cohen go to jail <laughs> for doing the exact same thing that Donald Trump did? And Donald Trump doesn't go to jail. Matter of fact, he was identified as individual one. You have him on tape saying payer in cash. You have a copy of a check with his signature on it. If, you, if this doesn't illustrate to anyone that privilege has its advantages, then nothing will. If you go rob a bank, <laughs> right, and you rob the bank with no mask on, they can see you plain as day, you drop your credit cards and your driver's license in the lobby of the bank, right? <laughs> You're heard on tape saying, hey, man, I wish I could have pulled more money out that bank. And tell me that they wouldn't come and arrest you in a hot Philadelphia moment. But God dang it, because he's a former president, it's like you have to jump through all these hoops, waste all this taxpayer's money to try to figure out a way to get this guy because people want to handle him with kid gloves. He has committed crimes. He should be treated like everyone else. Vanessa, what say you? And how, oh, how happy were you to see that guy walk from being booked to the courtroom? Just. Just let us in on your just joy, because I know I had you joy. I was grinning from ear to ear. You know what came to mind? Lock him what came to up. Mind? Lock him oh, up. Lock him lock up. I'm with you. Lock him <laughs> up. I'm with you. Lock his orange hair ass up. <laughs> and you know what? You know what I yes. absolutely love? That there were none of his children there. None of his children, his wife. Nobody. His daughter, Ivanka, her husband has told her, stay out of this. Don't get in it. We got a $2 billion contract with Saudi, and I don't want you tied in with your daddy. That girl ain't said nothing, ain't did nothing, and you ain't seen her with her daddy. And I think that is hilarious. And we know the wife is pissed off at home, so we know she ain't going to show her face. So he just should. I mean, when he left the court, he went back to the my pillow man. That's who was waiting on him to have a conversation with the my pillow man. How low can you get that you don't have no <laughs> but the my pillow man? 
withheld, and they still won't let him out of jail. Six wow. boxes of evidence. They paid informants. They pay, I mean, not informants. Like, they took care of the witnesses against them, and they, the judge still won't let him out on the fact that they railroaded him. That man wrote, like, six or eight books. You know, like, I mean, he's done everything he can. He was a reporter. And just because of that, we get to hold political prisoners in this country, but the guys who break laws, we can't convict them. So, I mean, I don't feel any kind of way, one way or another, about the Trump thing. But I can tell you I do. that I, what I think is that if it was not for black prosecutors, that dude would never have gotten arrested. And people keep raking over the um, 34 counts and they're not felonies and whatever. These guys are smart. I guarantee you, like this is my, in my assessment, that Tish James from the state side will drop state charges before he gets prosecuted inside of that. So the felony will be break, covering up state crimes, whether it's tax evasion or whatever, that's going to make those felonies. I guarantee you they're smart that they are going to drop the rest of those charges on him before that thing goes to trial. You think it's 34 now. I think they're going to probably be looking at more like 50 counts by the time they take him to court. They're going to yeah. drop those state well, charges on him at the same time. We'll see. We'll, we'll definitely see. You know, Mr. LES, um, you know, once again, TV followed this. Um, you know, they, they kept referring to him as the president as they were speaking to, about him in court. Um, just give me your thoughts on this whole thing, man. You know, I've always asked this question about do you think this guy is going to jail? Do you think now that he's been charged and arrested, the taboo is broken? So now do you think there's a possibility of him spending some time in jail? Because no one thought he would ever be arrested. Nope. I don't think he'll ever spend any I don't think he'll spend a day in jail at all. I don't know. Nope. I don't know, man. I don't think so. I don't think okay. so. You know, there there'll, there'll be too much too much mayhem out here if if that happens, but you know, they they wasn't made that New York handled that New York handled that thing like <laughs> Like a chat when they when they when they brought them in, cause there wasn't nothing going on. They was like, you get close to it, we're gonna we're gonna beat your brains in. So New York handled it like a champ, but you know, this 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 guy knows shit, damn jail. Cause where, where are you gonna put him at? There's no You know, even though they've been governors like that, he can go somewhere. Oh, he can go to jail. Where? I mean, I mean. Yeah, well, I don't know where. I don't know the prison system like that, but he can't go to jail. I think that probably Vanessa. In New York, uh, go ahead. What's your Jerome? They can house him in New York State. But Rutgers, Rutgers, Island, yeah. For him. Huh? Send, him send him to Rikers. <laughs> They're not sending him to Rikers or Clinton or any of those places. <laughs> but but here's then they should. But I, here's what I think is going to happen. He may not go to jail. Because he's going to plea bargain before he even gets to that stage. Don't believe that they're not going to drag this out as long as they can and then plea bargain something crazy, you know, community service, knowing he ain't going to do not a lick of work, but they're going to barter it. What I'm looking for is him going to jail for contempt. They're going to at least hold him for 48 hours. And once he gets a taste of being held, because they will do that. So with him talking about the judge and the prosecutor's daughters and all this other stuff, he is bound to get held in contempt, and I'm wondering how they're going to hold him. 
That will give us a hint yeah. where they're going to hold him. But they're going to hold him because he can't keep his mouth shut. And they can yeah, do that before, yeah, before the Iowa caucus and all that stuff. He's, gonna, he's talking too much. And New York State really does not play. Even though they're cautious of him, they're probably figuring out a place where they can house that fool right now before they actually hold him out content. They're making his bed as soon as he got out of court, he started talking trash about the judge yep. and the prosecutor. I was like, and they Dude. warned him. They warned, they warned him. him. So that's what they do mm-hmm. in your state. They give you, like, this warning first, and then they let you break it. So as he's breaking it, they're, gonna, they're just going to keep telling him that. And next time he comes in, they're going to they're gonna figure out how to house him. Right? All well, he's doing is he's, giving them, he, he's saying, make a bed for me. Is what he's doing. Yeah. Now he ain't gonna but, get but no. But I tell you what. But, but his campaign, like but his campaign people are saying that they're not going to stop him from, uh, you know, making the attacks on the judge and on the DA. But I want to hear from Vanessa because we've been talking this but whole thing. Vanessa. Well, well, okay, we'll see. But I'm just saying that that's what oh. his campaign is saying. I'm not saying you know that that he don't you know, have to go to jail. Well, they, well, well that's true, but. Well, I'm going to be saying what they said. So, so <laughs> Vanessa. Um, but I've always said, Jay, that I thought he was going yeah. to do 24 to 48 hours in jail because I'm the one who said they're going to put a computer in his room. So I believe. <laughs> he don't use computers. Court, That'd be a waste of resources. No, but what I'm saying is I believe that just to prove a point that he's going to be in a 24 to 48 in just this little room like that other man who did the peace sign, who had the computer and all that stuff in his room. I mean, so I don't think he's going to do jail time, but I have always said that I think they're going to get him for 24 to 48 hours. I just believe that. And I definitely believe it now. I definitely believe it now because every time he opens his mouth, He's constantly digging a ditch and a hole bigger and bigger for himself. And they're going to have to show that he can't do that. Yeah, I think he's close, though. I really do, because I think that, you know, we talk about, oh, he could be arrested. And, you know, this, it's like when. I understand, Jay. Wait, Jay. How can he still run for president? Is what's so well, because well, because he's because he's over thirty five. He's lived in the United States for fourteen years, and uh, <laughs> what's the other criteria? And and uh, he's and a U.S. citizen, so that's why. Thank you. Well, well, I mean, the founding fathers. Well, the founding fathers had no idea that this was coming around. But but let me say this: I, I think that that you know, I'll, I'll be honest with you. I was with y'all for a long time, and I don't know if he's going to. You know what? It's like when it's like when you know, and, and I'm comparing apples to oranges, but I'm just trying to, get, to set the tone. You know, when you have a person in your family that's that that you know they may have cancer, and you you know that you know the you know the end is coming, but then when it happens, it still hurts, right? It's still like it's still a shock to your system. I think that once he got arrested. Because we, you know, he's, you know, they're going to arrest him. But, man, he actually had to go to jail. I mean, he had to go and get booked. I, 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 man, I'm telling you, I, if it's a week, two days, there's a possibility that he can go to jail. Now, I'm a firm believer that I think he can spend some jail time. Because some of the, listen, some of the charges that are coming down are serious. 
now that a judge has said that Mike Pence can go ahead and, and uh, you know, uh, be held for a deficit, I'm telling you guys, I'm telling you, I, I think he's going to spend some time, in, in you know, in the clinker. That's just me. I'm sorry. I do. Yeah, they can stall all they want to, but when you get inside the court system, they're about to find out how serious that is. If they yes. were in another state, you do get judges who will overrule what they've done, overrule precedent. But in this case, he's been skirting the law in New York State for a very, very long time. And the folks are just not, uh, they're not amused by him. Nobody, that's why he was, he never had a chance to win New York State when he was running, is because everybody knows that that dude was crooked, right? Rather he's buying judges and, and just like the DA that was prior to him kind of dropped, he, he declined to prosecute him because he felt like they didn't do a long enough investigation. So by the time the black guy comes in, um, the new DA comes in, he had enough time to settle on what they were going to charge him with. So not mm-hmm. only did he get fingerprinted where he felt like he's humiliated, I, right. I remind you, mobsters that they couldn't get, they got on income tax. Al Capone and those guys, they got them on tax evasion. Lucky yeah. Luciano. Like, they, they got deported. They ain't get deported for killing nobody, mind you. But they will get yeah. you on taxes. He got tax problems when you start, you know, giving money and not claiming it. They didn't get anybody well, on taxes. That's, that's what they said. Now, here's a name for you. Yusuf Salam. Anyone knows who that who that person is? Well, he was a part of the Central Park Five. And he put a tweet out saying, over 30 years ago, Donald Trump took out a full-page ad calling for my execution. On the day he was arrested and arraigned, here's my ad in response. Go check it out on Twitter. It says, bring back justice and fairness, build a better and brighter future for Harlem. And then it goes on to say, you know, some things. So, you know, once again, what's good for the goose is good for the gander. I I tell you, man, I I think – you know, I really and truly believe in my heart of hearts now, now that this cloak has been, you know, I mean, now that he has been exposed, now that he is officially a part of the criminal justice system, because he, keep in mind, he's never, this has never happened to him. And people in New York have always knew he was a scam and he was a fraud and all this other stuff. But I'm here to tell you, I, I, I think this guy is going to spend some time in the clinker. Maybe it's a day. Maybe it's one day. Maybe it's two days. I have no idea the time and the amount, but I'm telling you, I I just think that he's in trouble, and I think that his butt is going to see the inside of a jail cell. Can we agree to that? Can we agree that he's going to see the inside? He may not stay in there, but can we agree that he's going to see the inside of a jail cell? Yay, nay? Anybody agree with that? No? I don't. I don't think. So. I don't think so. Well, okay. Well, you would be Vanessa. Thank you. Be with me, Vanessa. All right, we're going to start about take a break. Happy Easter to you and yours. Three four seven eight five zero one two seven two. We'll be right back after this. It's time for part one of Marietta Music Corner. Uh, Vanessa should like this, and so we'll see. Keep it right here. Three four seven eight five zero one two seven two. It is the serious side on a beautiful, beautiful Easter. Um, not sure how beautiful it is for the Trump family. We'll be right back after this. Online radio at its best. (laughs) 
moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. Online radio at its best. I'm going to read you the statement, and it's kind of long, but keep in mind, we do not usually hear a statement like this uh, from Clarence Thomas. He said, Harlan and Kathy Crow are among our dearest friends, and we have been friends for over 25 years. As friends do, we have joined them on a number of family trips. During the more than a quarter century, we have known them. Early in my tenure at the court, I sought guidance from my colleagues and others in the judiciary and was advised that this sort of personal hospitality from close personal friends who did not have business before the court was not reportable. I have endeavored to follow that counsel throughout my tenure and have always sought to comply with the disclosure guidelines. These guidelines are now being changed as the committee of the Judicial Conference responsible for financial disclosures for the entire federal judiciary just this past month announced new guidance. And it is, of course, my intent to follow this guidance in the future. Welcome back in uh, 15 minutes after the hour. You're listening to the Serious Side of the J. Rouse Show. Happy Easter to you and yours. Uh, Clarence Thomas is in the, in the spotlight again for all the wrong reasons. This, this is ridiculous. I mean, this is totally ridiculous that these people who actually rule our laws for this nation are allowed to do some of the nonsense that they're doing. He's saying that because they're close family friends, he doesn't have to reveal the fact that he's going on these expensive-ass vacations with a freaking mega Republican donor. You know, this dude, man, oh, my God, his name is Clarence. He grew up like probably most of us have. And now he's married to this ugly white woman. And now they're running around here. Every time you see a picture, he's the only Negro in the picture. This is an Uncle Tom. Well, we can't use that term because we realize what Uncle Tom means. But he is a chickable. He's a house Negro. This is ridiculous, man. And so we have to stop putting men. We put these guys. He has a lifetime appointment. 
So the only way he could be removed is if he gets impeached. You know, damn well, that's not going to happen, Jerome, because of the setup of the Supreme Court. Man, what is going on? Right. right. You know, his, they just, he said something about they're reworking the ethics rules and stuff, and he'll abide by them. He invited by the old ones. What'd you say, Jerome? How about, that go? how about abide to the old rules, you bastard? Oh, my God. Right. <laughs> yep. I don't know. So, I got that was so, so when I thought it. What'd you say, Vanessa? I was furious when I saw that. You should be. Every American should be. They interviewed the man, and the man said, well, we're just friends, so we just invite them along on trips with us, and I don't see anything wrong with that. And I'm looking at him like, this my mm. But, you know, I'm just, you know what? He is so dirty. He is so dirty, Supreme Court Justice, that I just... I, I, how can you make decisions on other people's life when you're as dirty as he is? And they're all he getting is. away with it. So you know what? I ain't running my blood pressure up behind these folks that's going to get away from this stuff and get these young kids get out there and vote. I'm not running up my blood pressure no more. He, he is. He is. He, he's one of those uppity Negroes, you know, that thinks he's better than everybody else. He, he's a disgrace. He is a disgrace to his race. He is a disgrace. He is a disgrace to the Supreme Court. He should be yep. immediately removed. He is an uppity Negro. He is an uppity Negro. I wanted to say the other word. Yeah, I wanted to say the other word, but I. Well, I don't care. I mean, at the end of the at the end of the day, he he, he is a disgrace to his race. And the bottom line is, is that what his butt should have never been put on the Supreme Court because what Anita Hill probably said about him was true. And he gets on the Supreme Court, and then you know what happened was the only justice who voted against disclosing this information was who? For what reason? Now that we found out that his wife was having a day-to-day, a daily dialogue with Trump's chief of staff, then all of a sudden, oh, well, and he knew it. He knew it. That's why he voted against it. No, he didn't. He said he didn't know it. You don't believe him? He's rotten. He's a rotten <laughs> bastard, man. He's a rotten <laughs> bastard. He needs to be removed from the court. He's rotten. How I got to that in there. Because, you know, he's so believable that we can't believe that he would actually lie. Yeah. Yeah, he lied. You think we are? A bunch of idiots? He's despicable. And he should be removed from the court immediately. This mess, let me tell you something. You can say what you want to say. Jerome, what you said in the last segment is true. This is why people don't like the United States of America. Because we walk around here holier than our thou. We'll come into your country and tell you what you need to do, but then we want to take care of business here at home. George Bush ass has an international warrant arrest. So why are we expediting his ass to where he needs to go? And the same thing with Trump and everybody else. But we want to sit around here and act like we are the beacon of justice. We are the North Star when it comes to doing things the right way. Reagan's ass should have been uh, charged and put in jail. Stop this nonsense. This is nonsense. This is nonsense. 
And we're we're selling that bullet, everybody on this planet. Exactly. Like, look, come trust us. This is the greatest country on the planet. Like, we've been saying that for who knows how long. And it's like, I know. You can't be that doggone great doing that. Like, what do you know. using as a measuring stick? It's... It's crazy, man. And, you know, and then yeah. we're going back to the other segment where we were talking about Trump. You know, Jim Jim Jones, what's, what's that guy's name? Jim, uh, what's the guy, uh, what's that uh, the dude with the, the Jim, Jordan. Jim Jordan? That guy. So now they're issuing subpoenas to the New York <laughs> Attorney General. And that's why I said, what? Wait a minute. This is a party who neglected all the subpoenas from a Democratic-led committee. Now, he, Oh my God, man! Oh, how can right. you put a straight face? The Justice <laughs> Department needs to issue him a subpoena. No, no, I'm just saying because you know their role in that, um, you know, the January 6th stuff. Jim Jordan was yes. in the mix of that and asked for a pardon. So let's see how he takes his own subpoena when they subpoena his butt. Yeah, well, they've already were subpoenaed. They all ignored him. So you expect people to show up for yours? I mean, also, now it has power because you're the chairman, because you have the gavel? This is crazy, man. Well, this is crazy. You know, what's crazy. you know what's crazier? Is that as what? media is is not keeping track of this, they take their subpoenas seriously, but the subpoenas against them, they're not even covering them. Right? They don't go, next time he goes to the mic and he asks about a subpoena, what media outlet do you would you say would say to Jim Jordan, Hey, what about the subpoena that you have? Do you think you should show up? You think anybody's going to ask him that? No. Yeah, well, no, no, no. Right? This it's, whole – again, it's, it's garbage. Because if but, he's asking for a subpoena, they need to be asking him about his subpoena that he got. I agree. They would do that I to agree. any one of us. But all of this stinks. All of it stinks. You have Marjorie Taylor Greene running around comparing Trump to Jesus and Nelson Mandela made me throw up in my mouth. You have freaking Santos running around here. This guy lied and cheated to get his Congress seat. They won't even throw him out. So you throw out two black lawmakers for protesting something for people getting killed, but you let this lying-ass, cross-dressing bitch remain in Congress. hilarious. I find it a little bit more hilarious than I do upsetting. Because, Ugh. you know, the next time somebody asks you, do you, how come, you know, like black people don't want to take vaccines or Native Americans want because we know you do foul stuff. You know why we know you do foul stuff? Because you do it in our face. Right? It should not be upsetting none of us that this is going on. Because what it says is that we had belief in somebody who we shouldn't have belief in. They're not doing right by nobody. So, again, even when you're watching all of this stuff, and like I said, well, I don't care if you watch Fox News or not. It is not news, right? And so when you get disappointed from watching that nonsense just because you want to laugh at it, you need to know you are what you eat. And so every time you ingest and digest garbage, you're going to have garbage. So those dudes are flat garbage, and once you're looking at them, it's like watching a tabloid, like watching uh, reality TV. 
It's not reality. They're scripted. So we know what's going on. And when we start to deal with those guys, we need to treat them like the jokes that they are. There is nothing That's that exactly I ever, what they are. Yeah. I don't listen to Mar- Marjorie Taylor Greene. Matter of fact, I don't, I can't, don't even look at her. Right? I don't, get, I don't care what she's saying. She can tell me anything, and I will never listen to her. I would advise everybody to do the same. Because this is not entertainment no more. Right? They're programming. There's a big difference. Yeah, yeah well, to me, it's never been entertaining. Well, well, but I'm just trying to illustrate how rotten our government is. How rotten that you have a Supreme Court justice who rules in a favor for his wife when he knows, and then he stands there and lies. How the hell can you trust somebody that sits on the highest court and he's lying? He's going to hear and say, oh, I didn't know. You're a damn lie you did know. How did you not know? But they, but they make rules, they set precedents for people like us. And nobody takes this stuff serious. He's a freaking liar. Yep. And he's sitting on the Supreme Court. Are you trying to tell me they're supposed to be above reproach? He's a man just like everybody else. So it would make sense to re um, to redo the Supreme Court. It would make sense. To Absolutely. Ask but everybody keeps asking they, us if that they need to give them term limits. Hey, give them term limits. To Get all these bastards Supreme out of here. They need to add to them. They do. Because you're the right. Media. Oh, 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 oh! Question. My hand is up. My hand is up. Jay. What question do you have? Yes. Jay, my brother. Speaking of term yes. limits. What yes. do you think about Sheila Jackson Lee running for mayor and she's been a, de- a representative for 99,000 years? So what do you think about that, my brother? That would be kind of a black-on-black crime. But, <laughs> I, don't, I don't care. I, I mean, I don't care. I mean, I, I mean, she's going to win because she, she has name recognition. I don't have, I don't, I don't have a problem with that. I, I, not, you know, I don't have a problem with that. I have a problem with lying as Supreme Court justices. That's what I have a problem with. I have a problem with insurrectionists. That's what I have a problem with. I have a problem with people like that. I have a problem when you're supposed to stay in the greatest country that, that's known to man, but then you won't. Trust me, if they want somebody in another country, either they're going to take expedite these fools or we're going to send a damn Blackhawk team and go in there and take them out. But y'all won't do the same thing. This is nonsense, you know man. You know this what? is nonsense. Ago, y'all were saying that people in other countries did not really like the United States, and you're right. They don't. The way we and our money means nothing because when we started transferring money two days ago to get ready to go over there, our dollar is like cents over there. So our dollar man, doesn't please. mean anything over there, baby. Our money. Our United States money means nothing in the UK. Doesn't mean anything in towns and euros. Nothing. Man, please. <laughs> this country's whack, and I'm an American. It's whack. Matter of fact, I'm gonna take my damn American flag down for 24 hours. That's just how I feel about it. Three four seven eight five zero one two seven two. We're gonna take a music break, and we'll be right back after this. Disgusting. <laughs> Online radio at its best.
347-850-1272. It is the serious side of the J. Rao Show, which happens every Sunday morning right here on a beautiful Easter Sunday. Happy Easter to you and yours. Happy Resurrection Day, 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 day. You know what it is. It's time to say good morning to our crew. Let me say good morning to my big sis, Miss Vanessa Maybelli. Brenda McAnally, good morning, Vanessa. How are you? He has risen. Happy Easter to everybody. Happy Resurrection Day. And even if you don't go to church, just get out and enjoy this beautiful sunset. 
Absolutely. You know, Vanessa, um, I have this Bluetooth speaker in my bedroom, and I don't know, for some odd reason, this damn thing catches. It always turns on my phone at night. I don't know why. I wake up this morning, and I hear your voice, right? I'm like, what? So it's playing an old episode of the Jay Rowell Show. And the show what? was Hookup Chronicles. Yeah, it was Hookup Chronicles. And the question that I asked at that time was, can you be in love, fall in love with two people? And so you were answering the question. <laughs> and so you said, let me go outside and let me answer this. I said, yeah, you better go outside because if Bobby Jones here, you're going to be in trouble. And everybody fell out <laughs> laughing. It was funny. I said, oh, my God, that was hilarious. So anyway, I, I heard that this morning. So it was crazy. But thank you also, so I'm much for being here. I'm coming to you sis. in your dreams. That's awesome. Okay. No, 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 you're not coming to me in my dreams. I woke up. I heard your voice. And when I woke up, it was playing that show. Now, I don't know how that happened, but it was playing that show. And it was pretty funny show. Hook Up Chronicles. Anyway, I just thought that was funny. Uh, my main man, the smartest man in the world, Mr. Jerome is freezing the house. Good morning, Jerome, man. How are you? I'm good, man. How you doing? Doing all right, man. Do you have a tease for, the show, for your show today or no? Uh, no, it's Easter. We don't have any teases okay. on Easter. <laughs> oh, there you go. There it is. No teases for Easter. Man, that guy there, boy, lay down the law. He'll be in my place. Thank you, sir. The man who gets the first and last word here on the serious side, the one and only Mr. L to the ask. Good morning, sir. How are you? Well, good morning, good morning, good morning to you and none. Good morning, Nashon none. Good morning, Kathleen none. Good morning, Real Jay none. Good morning, Mama B none. Good morning, Rich Sister none. Good morning, Mary and the Music. And Mary and the Music, that first song was Stick Up by Honeycomb. And that last song that we just played was, oh, Jesus. Uh, uh, fingerprints by hiatus coyote, coyote. I like, well, and, I like that one. Whew. And yeah, uh, good morning, my brother Hulk, and good morning, my brother Jerome. Yes, sir. Mr. Elias, can we say hello to the people in the chat room on this Easter Sunday? Our brother Covina man is in there with us. Good morning, Covina. I got it. We need to send him a jacket. Send him a jacket, man. Send a jacket that says he is the king of the chat room. My man, what's up, Kavita? What's happening to you? I want to say what's up to the pastor. What's happening to you? Uh, I want to say we have a new listener. Her name is Nicole. Can't wait wait to read her comment on the air. We have a few comments. We're going to try to get, get into this next segment so we can have time to do that segment because lately we have been running out of time. And I blame me, myself, and I. And on that note... Uh, let's do this. And on that note, let's do this. Online, ra- online radio at its best. And we have got major breaking news in the state of Wisconsin tonight. NBC News projects Janet Protasewicz has defeated Daniel Kelly to become the state's next Supreme Court justice. Her victory gives the court a liberal majority for the first time in 15 years. Now, that was huge news. Because the state of Wisconsin has for the longest, like most of these states that we talk about every Sunday, gerrymander stuff. We've always talked about the numbers. This country votes, they center left, they lean Democratic, but yet and still, most of the government state houses are ran by Republicans. This is because they cheat to win. And so now what they're talking about doing, Jerome, 
is they're talking about impeaching her while mm-hmm. they still hold that majority. Because, you know, once again, we can't win on the merits. You know, once again, this goes back to what I said during the last segment. This country is garbage, man. You, you, you cheat to win. We teach our kids not to lie. We teach our kids not to cheat. But it's okay if you are elected a uh, member of Congress, whether it's at the state or federal level. This is crazy, man. This is crazy. Yeah. They're talking about impeaching her. Yeah. Because you know what's yeah. going to happen. You know yeah. what's going to happen. They're going to change that abortion law in Wisconsin. They have a Democratic governor, right? Now they have the majority on the state Supreme Court. You see what they're doing. We can't win this one. We got to go on and do like, like we do. We going to cheat. Yeah, mm-hmm. so so they can't impeach her because she's not – okay, so here's what they're attempting to do. They want to impeach her because she's a judge right now. So you can impeach her for being in now, but they can't impeach Ooh. her from being on the um, Supreme Court. So it's kind of a Hail Mary, right? So if they impeach her from her judgeship right now, they'll probably try to use that to not seat her later. But they can't impeach her from a job that she does not have. So she got elected, so they're thinking about impeaching her from where she is right now. She's a judge. She's currently a judge. So they're trying to impe- they're thinking about impeaching her from her um, seat now um, um, before she gets on the Supreme Court. And then I guess they'll try to use that a little bit later. But they, there's no chance of impeaching her because they're still going to need the governor's cooperation that he's a Democrat. But they can talk about it all they right. want to. And again, you can you can tell that the length the length that the Republicans will go just mm-hmm. for agenda is insane. Mm-hmm. I mean, you cannot get any Democrats are such a big ticket party. You can't get them to stick together to vote for health care, right? You're gonna have Joe Manchin and Cinema and all these. You're gonna always have problems. Those guys fall in line on the Republican side. They just fall in line. So yeah, but that wasn't yeah, for better or for worse. Because is. here's the bigger problem with Wisconsin: not just the abortion, it is the redistricting of uh-huh. the gerrymandered district. Oh yeah, that's the big thing. So they know yeah, exactly. But once they undo that, all of these guys mm-hmm. are going to be out. So they're trying to this last minute thing. To say, if yep. we, you know, literally, if we impeach her now, we might be able to use that against her for leverage later yep. to try to get her yep. out of being in the Supreme Court. Absolutely. So no matter who they That's get, exactly as a Democrat, doing. they'll try to impeach them. Oh, yeah. No doubt. They know, that, they know the end is coming. They know they can see the end. Because once they change those uh, redistricting uh, maps, oh, they're in trouble. Because that state is trending Democrat. They're in trouble. Yeah. And they know yeah. it. Right. Ron Johnson, he barely won. That crazy, psycho, freaking clown is in in, uh, in 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 you know in the government. He barely won. Right, right but so why the, do you think the Republicans nationally are doing the same thing? They're all panicking. If they got, of course they are. Bad in this last election. So anything that they can do to muddy the waters, they're going to do. They're going to go Absolutely. after Biden hard minute. But they need to muddy the waters because this onslaught that's coming in, in um, this year, uh, I mean, next year with the presidential, that onslaught is going to be epic. It's going to be epic, man. And they see it coming. Yeah. We just don't because we keep balancing news like it's even. 
But I'm telling you, there are, there are not that many Republicans in this country. There's conservative people, but they're not technically Republicans. They're conservative Democrats that keep voting these nuts in office. That onslaught is going to be epic. And well, but, but like you were saying, though, but even – but see, this is what we have to be careful of, because they're not – they're winning because they are gerrymandering. That's why they're winning. Right. They're not winning because they're getting the majority of oh. the votes. Vanessa, there was a poll that came out that said over 80% of younger Americans voted Democrat during the last uh, election. So they are in yep. trouble. They can see this. And the fact that they can see this, they are preparing for this because, once again, it's chestnut checkers. They, they can see the writing on the wall. Every time they walk down the street and see a black or white couple, they're like, uh-oh, there's another kid that's going to come up here. They ain't going to vote for us. We got to start doing this mess now. And so that's what they're doing. They're cheating. They're cheating. And so, once again, you teach your kids not to lie, not to cheat. You know, but they do it all the time. It went a straight face. I'm thinking about Jim Jordan and that whole thing when he was a wrestling coach. You know, I mean, his behind should be, you know, or what about uh, my boy, uh, uh, not my boy because I can't stand him, the Florida uh, Matt Gates, whatever his freaking name is, this guy. They, they get away with be. stuff. He should be in jail. Yeah. So, so stop telling me, you know, you know, nowadays when we have to stand up and say the Pledge of Allegiance, I don't say it. I don't even see this. I don't even. I don't even uh, say the stars. I don't even see the Star Spangled Banner anymore. <laughs> I used to put my hand over my heart. I used. I just stand up. You know. I, I mean, it's just you get to a point where. Listen, don't get me wrong. I love being in America, greatest country in the world, with all its faults. But trust me, I don't have to sit here and, and, and like all this nonsense that's going on around here. You should be embarrassed as an American that you had a, a, a guy that was president that didn't know where freaking uh, Afghanistan was on a map, just got charged, criminally charged, and you still got idiots that follow this clown around. This is nuts, man. Crazy stuff. Right. Well, anyway, we'll step out and take our last break. We'll be right back after this. Tournament officials in Augusta, Georgia, this morning say that Tiger Woods has withdrawn from Masters golf play due to injury after completing seven holes of his third round. The weather has been a factor in the competition, with play suspended again yesterday due to conditions. The third round is set to resume this morning. From member station WABE in Atlanta, Alex Helmick reports. Constant rain, gusts of wind, and unseasonably cold temperatures in the 40s forced officials to end play before anyone could complete the third round. That came after play was suspended in the late afternoon on Friday because wind had blown over three trees on the course, narrowly missing some fans. There are some significant storylines brewing, including Brooks Kepka in the lead. He's one of the most decorated players to leave the PGA Tour for the controversial Saudi-backed Live Golf Tour. And amateur Sam Bennett is in third place. No amateur has ever won the Masters. For NPR News, I'm Alex Helmick. 
China is conducting a second day of military drills around Taiwan, continuing to register its disapproval of meetings that Taiwan's president had in California with American lawmakers. Taiwan's defense ministry reports that today China's military simulated precision strikes against Taiwan. And state television in China reports that combat readiness patrols and drills around Taiwan continue. American diplomats in Taiwan say the U.S. is monitoring the situation. Taiwan says it does not plan to escalate conflicts. I'm Luis Schiavone, NPR News, Washington. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR. Listen to this podcast sponsor-free on Amazon Music with a Prime membership or any podcast app by subscribing to NPR News Now Plus at plus.npr.org. That's plus.npr.org. Three four seven eight five zero one two seven two. It is time for Pastor Steve State Your Case, and you know, uh, Mr. Elias. Um, Let's go to that world-famous chat room, man. What do you have and who do you have? Do you have any comments you want to read during this segment of the show, my friend? Yeah, I got a couple. Um, Covina Man says, white people are getting ready to start the Jim Crow 2.0 or worse. And then uh, Real Diggy Diggy had uh, something to say about the LSU, but I want to read her other comments. She said, Marjorie Taylor Greene is an idiot. But you said the biggest insult was placing Clarence Thomas on the Supreme Court as a replacement for Thurgood Marshall. The only thing those two men have in common is skin color. You ain't lying. Way to preach that because I tell you what, he's an idiot. All right, I have a few here. Uh, let's see. Oh, man. All right, let me see. Can I get a few in here? All right, so uh, Pastor Steve says, uh, peace and blessings, family. Uh, happy Resurrection Day. Uh, the resurrection established Jesus established Jesus as the Son of God and is cited as proof that God will righteously judge the world. I can't listen live this morning for obvious reasons, but I will go back and listen later this afternoon. But I did want to say hello to my favorite radio family. May God continue to bless each of you, your family, your listeners, and this show. Well, thank you, Pastor. Uh, happy Easter to you as well. We love you, uh, Pastor. Brenda! From Boston, Mass. Ooh, Boston. Happy Easter, everyone. What is this? Happy Easter, everyone. Fighting, cussing on this day, y'all. Especially you, Jay, need Jesus. Bring nobody ask you for your comment. <laughs> Happy Easter to your ass, too. Where you calling? Who's fighting and cussing? Who's cussing? Yeah, what is you talking about? Fighting and cussing. Oh, I don't know. Maybe start with me. All right. Well, I don't know. All right, Mitchell uh, from Atlanta, Atlanta, Georgia. Okay, look, it says, uh, oh, wow, this is long. I love Miss Vanessa, but I have a problem with her not confronting her white friends. They need to know that this type of behavior will not be tolerated by black people. Y'all are quick to call out black Republicans for supporting a party that supports policies that have a negative impact on black people. Wake up. And he says, wake up. And this goes for you too, Jay. Stop saying that you have Republican friends that don't support Trump. Now is the time. I'm in full support of Jerome's stance on white supremacy. Happy Easter. 
Well, damn, bro. Maybe you should have said Happy Easter first. And then, oh, happy okay, Easter well. to you too, Speedy. Because I have black Republican family members. I have wow. black Republican okay. family members. Uh, okay, well, let me let me let me read. <laughs> let me let me read. Let me read the last one. Hold on. All right, here's a, let me read one more because <laughs> I'm glad we, we have we we have some time to discuss some of this stuff. This this cat here. Okay, it says uh, who's this? Frank out. Frank I know this guy. Well, I don't know him, but he's listening. Okay, Elmhurst, Illinois. He says a classic Jay rant on Easter Sunday. LOL, man, I have I missed this. Be blessed, fam. Yeah, yeah. You know, every now and then. What, what, about the, what about the new listener that you said that was the first time listening? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Let me find, let me find, let me find, let me find, let me find that. Let me find, let me find that. Let me find that. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me pull it down. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, Mr. Elias. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Nicole was in Yeah, I can't find it. Wait, wait, Just so all of y'all know, I will just stand. To mention some of this to my some of my white friends, I'm not around them all the time, but I am going I to, in a very nice way, mention it and see what their thoughts are. I'm not going to come out so black and mean and ugly. I'm not going to do that. Okay, all right, calm down, with that. Stop taking it personal. All right, I, I can't find Nicole. I'm sorry, I can't. I'm looking. I can't find. It. I've been having problems with my board all day. I'm sorry, Nicole. I promise you, uh, come back next week and uh, and I will I will make sure that I. Uh, that I pull your comment. I'm sorry. I've been having issues with my uh, see, machine see, all see morning long. See how Nicole? Wow. I, I, really? We, we doing this? Really? Really? Wow. Hey, this guy. That's what you do to me. That's what you wow. do to me. I don't want to hear it. Wow. Wow. Yeah, Jay, we're, we're, we're doing this, huh? Classic we're, Jay Rock. Wow. <laughs> wow. You, you know, I, I didn't want to resort to this. I, I can't believe you're, you're doing this. But then again, yes, Classic. I can because this is just who you are. You know, this is the type of person that you are. And you know, Nicole, if you're a first time listener, what you will learn is that this guy is a hater with a capital H. And on that note, Classic. Oh, really like that. All right. It is time for our final thoughts. And I want to Vanessa, give give me a final thought on Vanessa. I'm taking a picture. Hold on one minute. I'll come back to me. Come back to me. <laughs> okay, we'll find you. We'll go to Jerome. Final thoughts, Jerome. Jesus Christ. You know, okay, so I'll take up all of this time by yelling at Jay for ending this show early. So any, any, any time I'm not ready to I'm do not ending this show early. What are you talking about? Whatever to you. You'll be like, all right, that's it. And then let's end the show. Yeah, you're going to do that in about 10 seconds. So I'm going to stall you out just to tell you, you do this every time, I'm not ready. Just want to put that out there. Even though we haven't abbreviated one this time, you always do that. So wait a minute. I didn't miss the first topic. Did you guys talk about the LSU yeah, game. we talked about that at the very that beginning. Was doing yeah. The, yeah, that was that was that was doing the uh, that was doing the beginning of the show. Yeah, with the show, okay. The, yeah. So let me say this about it because I was going to talk about it in a few. Um, yes. Anytime we have situations where um, someone white does something and somebody black does something, we always default on feeling sorry for the white person or demonizing the black person. One or two happens, right? But the part of that saga that I would like to talk about is they're calling that the John Cena thing that she's putting over her face. Mm-hmm. And it's yeah, yeah, yeah. I absolutely mm-hmm. hate that. And the reason 
that all of us have seen the 50 Cent video in the club, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. A long time ago. You know, mm-hmm. Tony Yayo did that. And yeah. John Cena says, oh, yeah, I saw him do it, so I did it. And now they're naming it after a white guy. Mm-hmm. That should be the Yayo. You should be calling it after that. <laughs> but history always tells us every time something becomes a trend or a fad, we have to have this unknown, this, this unexplained black history, little-known black history fact that black people started something first. That's why mm-hmm. when we go on the show, we're always going back to say, and white people think we keep talking about race, is because white folks always deny black people their position in creating all the time. And let mm-hmm. white folks up. So just another example, in one shot in the game for both, for what she was doing and who was the antagonist, we always make demonize black people. We got to stop it. So everybody have a good week. But I just wanted to put that out there. That is sickening and it's getting tiring. And it should have been tiring for everybody else. I'm out on that note. Well, thank you, Jerome, for adding another segment to the show and throwing shade at me. Thank you very much, sir. I love you, too. Vanessa, are you ready for your final thoughts? <laughs> I am. I just wanted to say what I love my circle. I, like I don't know what you're saying. I like the people that I'm around. I like Jay. I like Les when he comes to town. I like my wife. I like all of my circle, my gambling, my church, my a regular people circle. And and you know what? I'm not going to apologize for it. So, my camping friends, I have a wide circle, and I like it, and I'm blessed to have it. So, if other people got a problem with it, it's just that. It's your problem. Happy Resurrection Day. I'm on my way to church, and I will pray for all of you, as well as myself, if God needs to start with me. Y'all be blessed and have a good week. Amen. Amen. Hey, there you go, Vanessa. Get it. All right. The man who gets the first and last word here on the serious side, the one and only Mr. L to the E to the S. Final thoughts, my dear friend and brother. Oh, well, hey, man, look, get out and vote, folks, because if you don't get out and vote, you're going to have a voice. And if you don't realize what's happening now, they're trying to silence your vote. Get out and vote and vote people in office who are going to have your interest, not against your interest. Who's going to have your interest? So get out and vote, folks. This is this is this is some of the previous since we've been on this show. So get out and vote. It's it's more important now than it ever has been. What it is, what it was, and what it shall be. A famous American used to say that on a radio show a long time ago. He's not famous, just a, a regular American. If you know who I'm talking about. This is for Mitch. Out of Atlanta, Georgia. Went back and pulled up your comments, Mitch. Now, I'm not sure. Let me just read them again, just to remind folks of what Mitch said. He says, I love Miss Vanessa, but I have a problem with her not confronting her white friends. They need to know that this type of behavior would not be tolerated by black people. Y'all are quick to call out black Republicans for supporting a party that supports policies that have a negative impact on black people. Wake up. This goes for you too, Jada. This is where I this is where I'm interested. Stop saying that you have Republican friends that don't support Trump. Okay, let me stop right there. I never said I told you people that were white that support Trump. I don't deal with them anymore. So I don't know what show you were listening to. 
Because I have a problem when you support something that has a negative impact, like you said, on me and on my family. My daughters no longer have the right to choose with their body. You know why? Because Republicans support that. So if you are a supporter of of a party that I call the enemy of the state, you can best damn believe that there would not be a Republican in my house. There would not be a Republican that I would call on my damn phone. There would not be a Republican I would go out and eat dinner with. I'm not doing it. To each his own. If you want to go hang out with him, that is your business. But I can't do it. Because at the end of the day, I got to do what's in the best interest for me, my family, for my dear friends, for listeners of this show, that's why we bring it to you every Sunday. Some Sundays, we don't feel like being here. Some Sundays, we talk about things that we don't want to talk about, but we do it. You know why? Because you need to hear it. You need to understand that our black kids are being killed by the police. And I'm going to give a damn how many times it happened. We're going to talk about it on the show. Don't you get tired of talking about that? No, we don't. Because you need to hear it. So stop with this nonsense. Stop it. I don't know how long you've been listening, Mrs. The first time I read one of your comments, and usually I don't spend this much time addressing something that a listener has said to us, but you need to understand something and know what, because my kids may come back and listen to this. I'm not supporting nobody that supports a party that don't like me or like my family. And on that note, Mr. Elias, if it's Sunday and we're talking serious stuff, what time is it, my friend? It is time for the serious side of the Jay Rowe Show. It has been a pleasure serving you all as usual. So for Vanessa, for my main man, Mr. Jerome Spree, for my brother, Mr. L to the E to the S, I am Jay Riles saying have a wonderful work week and Resurrection Sunday. And if it is Sunday and we're talking serious things, it is the serious side of the Jay Riles show. Coming up next, on a need-to-know basis, with my main man, Mr. Jerome Spree, y'all have a lovely damn weekend. Five, four, three, two, one. The first lady dabbles on election night in a... Tell me, what do you want me to do? Pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America. You know what time it is, Mitch. It is time for On a Need to Know Basis with my main man, Mr. Jerome is free. Jerome, what are we talking about today so Mitch can comment on it next week? <laughs> wow. I, am, I can't even breathe. Wait a minute. That is hilarious. <laughs> Hold on. Okay. So, um, you know, Jay, you did, you did draw yes. it out. You only came in a minute early. So that, that was cool. You know, I, I saw yes. this coming. That was gonna be early, but good job on that. Nobody gives. Thank you. Nobody says good job to Jay Rowell enough, so I'm gonna I'm gonna put that out there. Thank but, you, sir. Hey, I, bet hey. Nicole, I bet Nicole ain't gonna say good job to him, though. No? Oh, there you go. <laughs> Here it is. Hey, you know what? Speaking of that, just at the end of our our last segment, I want to say this. Um, next week, yes. I want everybody to bring a list of their white friends because you know Vanessa has inspired us that we need to honor our white friends like a white history month or something. I don't know where that's going. Anyway, I'm not participating wow. in this black on black crowd, Jerome. I'm not participating in this, man. <laughs> no, so yeah, it is a black on black crowd against Vanessa, so I guess you're right. But I'm just saying, pride. <laughs> Nobody takes pride in their white friends as much as Vanessa does. So, <laughs> nobody gets <laughs> in that. 
All right. Our humanity is intact, people. Just because we bring up stuff, crimes against black people, don't mean we don't like white people. But that's what white people mm-hmm. Right? So Vanessa did commit a black-on-black crime because when we talk about corrupt politicians, she said, oh, what about this black person over here who's going to run? That's the first thing that popped in her head. So that's all I'm saying is that we have to, we have to somehow work that out. So to your audiences, um, um, what was her name, Nicole? To Nicole's comments, Nicole is kind of right. We kind of need to focus a little bit. So sometimes we have to focus, Jay. Don't get mad at her. Nicole, you can well, send your comments directly oh, to me. No, see, oh. Nicole is a new listener. I couldn't find her comments. That's that's what. That's oh, okay. What I thought you. I thought you was. Yeah. I thought you was leaving her out on purpose. You said you couldn't find it. Okay. No, I couldn't I find them. Yeah, yeah, out. I couldn't find them. Yeah, yeah. No, oh, okay. no, 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 no. No, okay, Mitch is, no, Mitch is my Mitch is my guy, bitch. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead, Jerome. It was Mitch. <laughs> All right, guys. All right, so hey, say hey to Mitch. You know, as a as a um, as a warning for 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 Easter, uh, this is the first story I'll do. You know, Easter candy. Um, there's a warning, as reports say that marshmallow peeps contain chemicals linked to cancer, and more than a billion of them will be eaten on Easter. So, a consumer watchdog has filed a petition in a, you know, against that Pennsylvania company, Just Born Quality Confections, which peeps, uh, which peeps. Um, to strip the color agent red dye number three from its product. So just throw out the yeah. ones that have red dye in them, apparently. If you eat that, oh, I don't know if you eat cheese, Jay. Our food uh, is killing us, man. Yeah. Uh, you know, if you look at our food, it's just killing us. And, and, yep. and they don't, they don't, do, they know nothing about it. As long as they can make a dollar off of it, that's all they care about. Yeah, wow. and so did, didn't we talk about this last time? We named all mm-hmm. of these, you know, yeah. Quaker oats and all of those that ca- that had those rich chemicals crackers. in it. Oh. Yes, rich crackers and uh, uh, Pop-Tarts, which I'm a, a big fan yeah. of Pop-Tarts. Yeah, yeah, but once that hit the list, I was like, I can't do it. Like, once no. you know, you can't unknow. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we have that and... Um, who, who else? There was something else that was pretty big. What was it? Um, Skittles. Yeah. Like anything that has like red dye number nine or number three and some other dyes, they are linked to cancer. Oh. And so we can't keep saying, why are we getting all of this stuff and not checking our food? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, 200 and 36,000 jobs were added this month, and unemployment rate kicked down to 3.5% from 3.6% in February. That's according to the Labor Employment, um, the Labor Department's Employment situa- Situation Report on Friday. Um, U.S. interest rates are set to rise next month despite slower job growth in the world's um, largest economy, is what they're saying. So here's a trick. They kept forecasting to say that if unemployment if we lose more jobs, the interest rates will go down. Isn't that weird? So yeah. they're constantly wishing from one to the other. It's like, yeah, jobs are growing too much, so now we've got to raise interest mm. rates. And then once everybody's unemployed, we'll drop the interest rates. Mm. Which economy, makes no sense at all to me. Exactly. Our economy is a joke when it comes to that mm. because it is Wall Street that's determining what inflation is based upon them gambling 
you know, gambling on, you know, futures and, you know, you know, future oil and speculation. That is wrecking the economy. It is not the work that people are doing, and the pe- the fact that people can't find jobs and all that other nonsense. They are gambling. Yeah, that's what makes us a joke to everybody else. And so the whole thing about understanding, you know, what the dollar is worth in other countries. I know one thing about this country. Um, I don't care who has all the gold. We will make something up to go take people's money. And you got to remember, a lot of countries stole their, store their gold in this country. You think they won't commandeer all of your stuff that you left here? We'll go to World War before the United States goes broke. That's how foul we can be sometimes. So I just want to put that yeah. out there. For y'all who are worrying that the United States is going to hell, it's like, why do they keep saying it's the richest? This is not my word. It's the largest economy in the world. So if the United States is not buying from those other countries, then they ain't going to have no economy. Exactly. That's pretty much how that goes. So they said around 236,000 jobs were added in March. That's just shy of their forecast of um, 239,000. And that's down from the 326,000 added in February. So, again, we're still having job growth. And um, all the jobs that people don't ha- don't want, they need to raise their minimum wage. So really? they're making excuses talk about if we raise the min- minimum wage, then um, the burden is on us. I'm like, well, if you have no employees, you'll have to really? raise the minimum wage, <laughs> right? Really? Like we need three people, but how about having two and raising their salary, and you'll get three people instead of five? How about that? Right. But they would right. rather not have any. Is the problem? Mm. Wow. Oh, now, okay. So here's a military story. You know, the U.S. Air Force is losing um, losing recruits, or I'm sorry, they're loosening the body fat requirements for recruits. So they're saying <laughs> they're saying twenty six percent BMI, that's body mass index for men, and thirty six percent for women to try to boost their recruitment. Mm. So even though the military, you know, says that they're in a fitness crisis, they want people to work out. The Air Force is allowing recruits to have a higher percentage of body fat to broaden the pool of Americans that they can call a service as they struggle to find new members. You know, here's the thing. If you wasn't creating fake wars, people wouldn't people would people would go in more often. Exactly. You know what they're doing you know what they're doing in Russia, they make them go. And the Ukraine was like mm-hmm. we'll let the women leave the country but the guys can't go no place. Mm. Yeah. So wow. again, this is how people live in comfort and then um, you know, blame other other people for their problems. The U.S. has a problem because we will send them to war without any good excuse. So don't nobody mm. want to go in the military. Right. Wow. So, uh, hey, you know, um, vinyl records, you know, I know I did this probably a couple of years ago. You know, vinyl records have been making a comeback for a while, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Vinyl records outsold CDs by Seven hundred million. This is the first Whoa. time since nineteen eighty seven that Vital Records has outsold them. Whoa. Yeah. Wow. Seven hundred 
getting CDs and they're like, don't nobody want no records and blah, blah. And I'm like, okay. Okay. Vinyl records are making a comeback. And, you know, I did the story where um, Sony had a cassette tape that I think it was um, something like six or seven hours. I don't know what? if they do that with a cassette tape. Yeah. They somehow, with the technology, they condense the. Um, the amount of tape that you actually need for um, uh, oh. the data that's stored on it. So you can actually have a tape that actually, a cassette tape that plays for that long. Oh. So cassette wow. tapes are going to make it back. Now, this is going to seem like the 70s for real. You're going to have back <laughs> Now, I don't know if the 8-track is coming back. You kids don't know what I'm talking about, but I don't know if that's coming right. back. <laughs> But uh, they got to start making those players again. Really? Because you know you get, you get into a car now, you can't. New cars don't even have CD players no more. I know, but who would want an eight-track player, man? To be honest, <laughs> I, was, I was just joking. But I'm saying if a if a cassette can hold that much data, can you imagine yeah. what an eight-track can hold? Oh God, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it should be like a playlist that will hold you. For like days, you mm. could probably, you know, with a something that big, you know. Right. So storing data is um, is interesting that you can do that. But anyway, um, Johnson and Johnson has agreed to pay nine billion dollars to settle a mm-hmm. baby baby powder that causes cancer. So again, like you said. These companies that knowing, knowingly put chemicals in that's killing folks are just not being held accountable for nothing. Exactly. So a Johnson & Johnson subsidiary filed for bankruptcy for the second time on Tuesday is seeking <laughs> to complete a $8.9 billion settlement to close, uh, uh, to close the thousands of cases that, they have, that they've been facing. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's a drop in the bucket for them. Yeah. Yeah, and remember we talked about this a long time ago. What happens is if you put a cap on punitive damages, companies will be like, hey, if we kill 30,000 people, it's only going to cost us like $200 million. So if we make mm-hmm. 10 billion, we'll do what do we can? Yeah. It'll just be a business yeah. decision. Mm-hmm. So, hey, I'm glad they're getting hit. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Now, vaccines for cancer and heart disease, will be ready by 2030, according to Moderna's um, chief, um, Dr. Paul Burton, their chief executive, um, said that the shots used, um, used the same mRNA technology that was deployed during COVID um, will be able to have cancer vaccines. Now, I don't know what a cancer <laughs> vaccine is, because you don't know what kind of cancer you can get, right? Right. So... If there's a cancer vaccine, wouldn't you actually know how cancer is created? Yeah, right? I would say so. When, so. so right. So when they say, oh, I don't know how you got a lung or a kidney or ovarian, and this is caused by that, and this is caused by that, how can you have a vaccine against something when you don't know how it's um, created? Mm. I think somebody's giving something away. Yeah. <laughs> We're about to, yeah, we're about sure. to find out that cancer is... Uh, you know, these, these pharmaceutical companies know what causes cancer, and they're just trying to make money off of it. Mm. Yeah. I don't know. Like, oh, yeah. 
It'll stop this kind, but not that kind. I think they know in the technology. Now, remember we talked about this AI stuff, this chat um, GPT? It falsely mm-hmm. accused a professor, a law professor, of sex attacks against the students during a trip to Alaska. And they said it what? never happened. It never happened. But the AI, like, actually accused this guy of sex, sex attacks. So wow. George Washington University professor um, Jonathan Turley, who's conservative, um, raised fears over the dangers of artificial intelligence after it, he was wrongly accused of sexual harassment. <laughs> People keep thinking AI is coming and there's nothing we can do. It, it better be something that you can do because AI is about to jack everybody up. Yeah, really. Once you get on the wrong side of AI, then there's no way to unprogram it to um, to whatever assumptions that are already made. So they have wow. this new, in another story, um, AI chat box. They said that could be easily programmed to groom young men into launching terror attacks, according to this attorney. So artificial intelligence chat boxes could soon groom extremists into launching terrorist attacks. Um, mm. The independent reviewer on terrorism legislation has warned. Again, you can have it in chat conversations. You don't know if you talk to a real person or not. And AI could be baiting you to commit terror attacks. Okay. Mm. I know. Wow. <laughs> all, of, all of the good news that's in today's program. <laughs> like, they are nuts. Um, you know, Maryland's district attorney... Their interim, release, their interim release of this April 2023 report on child sexual abuse in the Archdiocese of um, Baltimore found that more than 600 young people, preschoolers and adults, suffered sexual abuse and physical torture from more than 150 clergy members in Baltimore from 1940 to 2002. Oh. Yeah. So the Archbishop, Archbishop William Laurie said, in the, the report is shocking and that the Archdiocese uh, is a different organization now. <laughs> I'll start laughing. <laughs> the church ain't changing jack. You still have popes. You still do the same thing. And they're saying, oh, yeah, yeah, don't believe after all these years of abusing all the Native Americans and all of these people in these black communities or whatever, and the people inside the church, yeah, yeah, we're done with that. Because, you know, the Catholic school system is the largest school system in the world. Mm. And, and if that happened at a black church, people would stop going to that church immediately. I don't know why people still keep going to Catholic church. Really? I don't get it. Wow. So the report said that priests... Um, said to victims their families would go to hell if they told anybody is while they were abusing them. And then they said that the abuse was God's will. That's what they're telling these children. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Did anybody mm. to, to get therapy for any of those kids? <laughs> oh, we're different. Wow. Kids now, so we need to address that. Mm. Mm. The world we live in. You're not kidding that, my brother. <clears throat> now, you know, again, I would play black and white on this, but this is a sad story, so I won't. But the parents of a five-year-old boy who died after collapsing on the playground of a school have filed a wrongful death 
um, lawsuit against a Connecticut school and its teachers because um, this kid, and I'm going to say his name, which I normally don't like to do with kids, but he passed, uh, Romeo um, Pierre um, Lewis fell to the ground while playing tag, yet despite his friends alerting the teachers, they believed that he was acting like he was playing dead. He was playing dead. They said that he was play acting, and they oh, didn't wow. react, and the kid died. Mm. So the lawsuit says that the school staff, um, the lawsuit claimed that if the school staff followed the town's own policies and procedures, that he would have received medical attention earlier and could have survived. Now, mm. the parents are seeking damages of more than 15000 and are holding the, the town of West Hartford and West Hartford Board of Educational Liable. 15000 I would charge them more than that. Mm-hmm. And that is dropping a bucket for them letting that baby die. The child was five years mm. old. No child freeze tag at five-year-olds and stay still for more than two minutes. Really? They said they let that kid later for 15 minutes. Wow. Yep. And it's, oh, yeah, he's just playing. Yeah, they all need to be sued and somebody thrown in jail. Because believe me, at a white family, they would have sued them not for liable but for neglect and child abuse. Mm-hmm. Somebody really? should be going to jail for that. Now, um, mm. now a jury in Austin, Texas, has um, convicted that Army sergeant and Uber driver, that guy Daniel Perry, who was 37, of murder after he shot a Black Lives Matter protester during the George Floyd, um, um, during the George Floyd, I don't even know what to call it. It wasn't a riot. I hate when people use that. But um, but during the summer of 2020, after George Floyd was killed, um, this guy goes to a protest with an AK-47 or whatever. He shoots this kid. And... The jury deliberated for 17 hours over two days and reached a decision uh, um, after an eight-day trial, which he sobbed when the guilty verdict, I don't know why they say that because we don't really care, the verdict was read out loud, uh, and he hugged his attorney. See how they try to make them feel like you want to feel sorry for him? We don't. Mm-hmm. So Perry faces up to life in prison. Um, sure, Gary Yep. They, he, that's what he faces up to life in prison. Now, Here's what's going on in the news after that happened um, this week. The governor of Texas said that he's considering pardoning him. What? He's found guilty of killing somebody. This is what we're talking about, right? So when Republicans don't like like something, they make heroes. It's like what's my man in the Trayvon Martin case. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, they're giving him appearances and, you know, all this other stuff after he killed him. But you want us to demonize um, Bill Cosby in a sense where they were at few, you know, orgies, essentially. Like, they were literally having sex with that man, and you want to bring him in later. These guys are killing people, and you want to let them off. It's crazy. The hypocrisy in that. Um you know, Chris Rock, his live Netflix special, um, so I guess it's called Selective, was the most streamed comedy special in um, the measured week from March 6th to March 12th, according to um, Nielsen. 
So his March <laughs> 4th performance was the most streamed comedy special in six years. Um, since and that's that's and Nielsen has only been tracking that for six years. So this is <laughs> according to Deadline. It had a 48 percent spike from his debut weekend of an audience of 798 million views, viewing minutes. Wow. Which, which, which ranked nice if they're streaming list. So Rock Special, Selective, Selective Outrage, Eclipse, Dave Chappelle's Sticks and Stones special, which was the previous hold, holder of um, 573 million views, viewed minutes and uh, in a week. So... Mm. It's also in the top four most streamed comedy specials for the for for the week before, um, um, in spite of its limited time frame within 24 hours. So they still on Saturday had um, four million eighteen four four hundred eighteen million views viewing minutes um, within 24 hours, and it wasn't even. I think it came on at like eight o'clock, seven or eight o'clock. So it didn't even have a whole 24 hours, and it still broke records. Mm-hmm. Did did wow. you see any of that special? No, I didn't get a chance to see it, man. Yeah, Mo- mostly I I've seen clips of it, but most of it was, you know, he did really towards the end bash Will Smith, where Will Smith came out and said he um he was um he felt the shame and that I I don't know if he used the word attacked, but it was something like he didn't feel like he should have been attacked. I'm like, Will Smith better keep his mouth shut. <laughs> right? Chris Rock was really? joke about you, and you wouldn't slap that man, and he didn't throw you in jail. Right. He, he better be grateful that Chris Rock, is, Chris Rock is telling jokes about him. Because I yeah. would have, first of all, I'd have kicked you down the stairs and threw you in jail and then sued you and took your money. So I would have went an mm. extra mile with Chris Rock just to tell mm. jokes about you. <laughs> and, and, and Jada. Jada's not really? getting out unsaved either, so mm-hmm. you know <laughs> she she is having her moment. Um, four star forward, um, this guy Brandon Gardner is asking for um, release from St. John's one day after meeting Rick Pitino, their new coach. Um, you know, Rick Pitino met with the entire recruiting class um, that was going to St. John's, and then after he met him, he um, asked for a release because. He signed his letter of intent, um, letter of intent, and I think he has another year of high school. So he said um, he had initially remained committed to St. John's following Mike Anderson's dismissal, but requested a letter of um, release from his national letter of intent day after meeting um, Rick Pitino. So mm. people are going at this kid, talking about it's that NIL deal and this and that, and his mother came out to say, listen, if he was looking for NIL money, he wouldn't have been going to St. John's. For one, really? <laughs> he wasn't going to nobody at St. John's. Their team has not been that good. So he ain't going to get on the Wheaties box for no St. John's. So, um, but he said he's willing, if they want to re-recruit him, that was fine. But he thinks it's, he has to reconsider his options now because Rick Pitino's there, which, is, which sounds right. Right? You get a new coach. And I committed a year before I'm supposed to come out. Hell, he should be able. They should let him out of his commitment. Exactly. You know, they're like 16, 15 year, 15, 16 year old kids, right? So by the time you mm. get there, you can't just switch coaches and then be like, nope, you committed to being here. 
This is crazy. Yeah, so, yeah, that's that's always been the case. So you went to the next coaches, you always had that option to go somewhere yeah. else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you know what St. John's response was to this? That What's they that? would not re recruit him if he gets out of his letter of intent. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that would have been my response and your response. But they, no, they had the nerve to say that uh if they let him out of his letter of intent they wouldn't try to recruit him again. You promise you won't? Exactly. You know, St. John's don't even have a freaking campus. So the reason why it's hard to go to St. John's is because you're in New York City, and they don't have a campus per se like other other schools. So a friend really? of mine, yeah, I asked him, I remember when Louis Conaseca was recruiting him, and, mm-hmm. um, you know, they were like, he can go to St. John's, and he ended up going to Syracuse, so he, you know, played in the national championship game and all of that. But he said, yeah, I wouldn't go to St. John's because they, they didn't have a campus. <laughs> why, do you go, why do you go to college? And you, it's, a, it's like a commuter campus. Like you live in the city and, yeah, like a community college. I don't think so. And St. John's is small, too. So, yeah, that doesn't make sense. You, I would go to, you know, CW Post on Long Island or something. Yeah. <laughs> I would go to an obscure, you know, college before I go to a college with no college campus. If you really? live in a town and went to school, you have to deal with people going to work. <laughs> this is not your school. All right. Now, um, now, okay, so this waitress, I guess they're calling her a server. Can you call people waitresses? Is that a political connect state? Can you say that? I, waiters and waitresses. Yeah, I, I, that's what I always say, waiters and waitresses. Yeah. So this waitress um, has candidly revealed um, the sneaky tricks that she employs to get hired, you know, to get higher tips from men. So she admitted that she actively tried to make herself look more innocent um, because male um, patrons find it attractive. So the list includes um, wearing lighter makeup. She really tries not to wear makeup. Uh, she ties her apron at her w- waist like to clench her waist a little bit, and she shows a glimpse of cleavage. But she said that uh, the biggest success is when she wears, like, pigtails to make herself look innocent. But she said, oh, my God. Listen, but she said that we have, you know, put a slight cleavage just enough to make men stare, but not enough to make their wives concerned. <laughs> that was hilarious. She was like, wow. we're not being slutty, but we're just saying uh. Yeah. yeah. So she said it might be creepy and it might be misogynistic, but you know what? It doesn't matter. It yeah, it, it, it works. Her, damn it. What'd you say? It works, damn it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Her video has 60 million views. And again, with all of this, you know, people thinking that there's such a thing as toxic masculinity, which there isn't. That is nuts to even bring that up. But. If she is getting all of those tips, then what? Who? Who is to tell her why she should or should not do something? You know what I mean? Like that. I agree. One hundred percent. Yeah. 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 You talk about women's empowerment. Let her do. Do you? <laughs> right. Like if that's how she's getting tips and she's not selling herself. Hey. You know. And also this this woman um, who works at Domino's. She's a young girl. 
um, I just saw this story, uh, that she's a Domino's driver. She does, like, regular, you know, she does regular delivery stuff. She said that um, uh, she has a TikTok that she put out, this girl, um, Melina Diaz, and she said that her typical day as a Domino's driver, you know, you would think that she, you know, makes minimal tips. She said she earns about $125 in tips um, a day for, each, you know, around $6.58 each delivery. So if she works six hours, she makes 19 deliveries, she makes $125. And everybody's getting okay. on that girl. Right? Really? So, yeah, so what? She's, she's pretty and she's probably nice or whatever. Why would you get mad at her for, like, people are going off, and they said Domino's drivers own about $10 an hour, right? And they're expected to make three deliveries an hour. So she makes all of these deliveries, and she gets good tips. So it kind of bumps her up to about $16 an hour, and people are uh, jealous of her because she's making a lot of money um, delivering Domino's. You, can't, you cannot win for losing. <laughs> right, like, yeah. So anyway, that's yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. So that that story reminds me of that. However, people decide to to when they work, no matter how successful you are, one way or another, people um, have a little have something to say. Now, you know, I'm no matter I what. To, yeah, I did want to keep. I know it's, it's Easter, so I, I was um, gonna go for half hour. So I'll do this one last story. Um, this, this Mississippi woman has been arrested and can face up to 10 years in prison after, uh, no, I probably shouldn't end on this one. <laughs> you know I do that every now and then. I remember this Hey, man, I'm not going to end on this <laughs> Yeah, I'm not going to end on this one because this story is not going to go well. So this 19-year-old woman had sex with her German shepherd, right, Mississippi woman. Now, and she was not black, so we don't even have to play black or white on this one. This is going to be really okay. Crazy. She was caught on video that spread on Snapchat, um, and she said to Jones County Sheriff's Department, who said that they possess several videos that are so graphic that they're not at the liberty to release them or discuss the content. But she said, oh, you know, people um, paid her like she was doing, like, only fans or something, and um, people were paying her, so that's why she did it. But she admitted that she did it. And now, so, now, what did, what, did, what did she do? She had sex with her, one of her dogs. Oh, my God. Now, she allegedly told police that she was um, threatened to do it and also said that people pay for her videos. So she made an appearance in court on Tuesday, had a bond of $25,000, and the woman was ordered by the judge to stay away from animals <laughs> until her trial. Wow. Well, Talking about animal cruelty. Damn. Yeah. Animal cruelty in Mississippi is um, penalized with up to six months in prison and a fine. But unnatural mm. in the court. She can land up to 10 years in jail for that. Wow. Yeah. Mm, so, mm, again, mm. yep. And so the reason I do those stories is because people don't think that that happened and it's you know, you're talking about the craziness that's going on in this country that, um, you know, folks are like, oh, I don't see that on the news. It is happening, people. Right? And, you ain't and, lying there. Hey, you know, 
to Vanessa's sarcasm a little earlier about reading that much news, when you look directly at news sources, you have a whole different picture than you do watching television news. <laughs> Read really? some papers opposed really? to <laughs> asking someone else. Mm-hmm. Now, now a, a new law kicked in um, for L.A. millionaires. They were set to lose up to $8.5 yeah, million dollars after their new mansion tax deadline. That um, at, um, April 1st, um, they had a, a deadline that over um, – 400 owners uh, face losing big if they sell their mansions after that date. So mm-hmm. the wealth homeowners were set to use, lose a fortune um, after this. Um, they had a mansion tax, which was meant to help, you know, poverty and all this homelessness, stuff. Homelessness, yeah. Yeah, homelessness and poverty, right? So people literally passed out. I don't know why, because... If you're selling a mansion for, I I want to say it has to be over forty million. Mm-hmm. But if you had that kind of money, you should be paying your fair share of taxes, right? Really? Like nobody is upset about them being taxed <laughs> because technically yeah. they should have been getting ta- taxed anyway. Yeah. Yeah. They should have been, but that this is what they, it's what they do. Now everybody, oh, I feel bad for. I don't. I'll pay your fair share in taxes when I lay, man. Hell, if, I right. pay, if, I sold my, if I sold my house, I'd have to pay my fair share in taxes on it. If I right. made a gain on it, I'd have to pay my fair share. Why should you be any different? Because you got millions of dollars. Your ass should pay the same amount I got to pay in fair share in taxes. Same amount of taxes as everybody else. Yep. yep. And you've been getting away with this stuff for years. And now, yep. you, now you cry and want somebody to give you a break? Man, beat it. <laughs> right? They can they can keep that. I have you know that has nothing to do with um, you know targeting one side or the other. The, we're yeah. they do the last when Trump was in office, they let they changed the tax code that they're not collecting over a trillion dollars in taxes. I know. And what and what will the Republicans do? Well, we need to cut Social Security. No, you yeah. need to. Make the tax code fair and get that trillion dollars back that you've been losing yep. for the last, yeah, I don't know, four, four or five years. Because that's what they, they need to do. Yep. So four or five years, just do the math. We should have an extra four or five trillion dollars. Exactly. Because they don't want right. to pay it. Yeah, right. They don't want the millionaires and the billionaires because they're millionaires and billionaires. So they yep. don't want to pay it. So why would they do that to hurt themselves? Right. Right. They don't care if you uh they don't care if you uh you know, miss out. They just want to make sure that they can get what they whatever they're getting. Right. Yeah. Now, you know, we have a um I don't know if I did this one before, but there is a a bunch of deaths in the US um, and blindness caused by contaminated eye drops that really? caused a panic nationwide. So 68 people have been robbed of their vision by contaminated eye drops, including two women who um, cases were conform- uh, confirmed last week. So artificial wow. tear manufacturer, um, Azari Care, uh, were confirmed to be contaminated with 
um, something, which is that deadly virus, which is usually found only in hospitals. Others were mm. at risk of contamination, but nothing was confirmed. The Center for Disease Control and Prevention issued an urgent warning at the time over projects made by India-based Global, Global Pharma. Uh, pharma. Um, a second recall was issued for, for Delsum artificial eye ointment in February, um, and it was ordered due to possible micro, um, micro um, bio contamination. And earlier this, or earlier last month, or earlier this month, I'm sorry, Florida-based um, Apotec, I guess is what it's called, recalled six lots of um, so, uh, their eye solution and their eye drops. So, purely mm. soothing 15% MSM drops were also recalled. I don't know what any of these are because I don't wear contacts or anything. But they were manufactured by um, Pharma Medica USA LLC, which is based in Arizona and had been distributed across the country. So, check your labels and do an internet search if you have eye drops. Because who knows which one of them is having a problem? But they said really? people have been robbed of their of their vision. Mm. Because of yeah, yeah, or about you know, yeah. And, yeah. and so oh, you know, since it's allergy season, they said uh, the Allergy and Asthma Foundation of America has revealed America's 20 worst cities for pollen. So, and um, I think I said this before, but seven were in Florida alone. So wow. So you have, uh, yeah, you know, the worst class were the top seven of the top 20 were in Florida. But number one was Wichita, Kansas. I don't know why they have bad pollen in Kansas. Really? You think the cold weather would knock that out. Right. But I'm not familiar with their climate. So it's that, um, Dallas, Texas, Scranton, Pennsylvania, um, Oklahoma City, um, Tulsa, Sarasota, Florida, Cape Coral, Orlando, Des Moines, Iowa, Greenville, South Carolina, Virginia Beach, Houston, Texas, Miami mm-hmm. 14th, and Rochester, New York um, is um, in there as well. Wow. So, yeah, it's it's weird. So, And here's the weird thing. So, Rochester, New York is 20th. It's about an hour away from Buffalo, New York. You know, Buffalo huh. has the least really? of Yeah. I don't know if it's because it's near the falls or whatever, because the water content in the, in the air, I think, kind of captures pollen from floating. Yeah. But Niagara Falls, Buffalo, New York is the least um, places um, that you would have allergy problems. Wow. Um, yeah. Now, estimates submit, um, suggest that as many as 67 million Americans have pollen allergies, including 14 million children. So, people, be careful with your pollen allergies mm. if you're going out. Now, um, yeah, I don't doubt it. Yeah. It, that is uh, it's that time of year, so everybody needs to be careful. Now, you know, there's a a family that um, has a 14-year-old in Michigan. He is six foot ten inches. Fourteen. Yeah, <laughs> I saw this story. Yes. Yeah, 
they were pleading for help for finding shoes that fit his size 23 feet. His, mm. He has... He has I'm surprised Shaq can't step in. Which is that? Shaq, I'm surprised Shaq can't step in. Yeah, I'm surprised every time too. I've seen him stories, he's always the one that steps in and says, hey, I, I had the same problem when I was growing up. So, yeah, 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 here's some shoes. Yeah. Yeah, Shaq does. I mean, I know he's done that before. But mm-hmm. they said that um, he's... Now, I don't know if this has anything to do with it because he is in Michigan... And it's someplace called Ortonville, and it's near Flint. We know what's going on with their water, but I won't bring that up. Yeah. But they say yeah. he's been wearing a size 22 shoe, but they're too small, and it's causing um, calluses, blisters, and ingrown toenails. It's size 22. He all mm. So his mother is pleading for help in finding shoes um, that um, that he can wear. Now, the average American shoe is a 10 and a half. That kid now needs a 23. So, mm. Puma and Under Armour said that they will design a shoe for him. Both of those companies came out. But you're mm. right. I'm surprised Shaq didn't come out. Well, Shaq mm-hmm. has a – is Shaq Converse? Converse? I don't know if he has Nike or Converse. But I don't Shaq, know who he has. But, but Shaq no. still has a shoe deal, doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I kind of figured that he did. I just wasn't sure, but yeah. So, yep. But at least he's getting help from someplace. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So, so in that wow. case, huh? Wow. Yeah. That's so, all I can say. Yeah, yeah. I know. I was going to say that is that is a, a, a interesting story. That and also, you know, I I did miss. Remember, I was um thinking that I did the story with the um, foods that we shouldn't eat that had died. Right. I mm-hmm. missed that story. We're going to end on that story because I knew, because it's a pretty long story, so it might take us a, a minute to get through. But Americans may be unwilling, uh, you know, unwillingly exposed to carcinogens and hard chemicals in their food because of lax um, food ingredient laws. So mm-hmm. Americans... Um, they said their food manufacturers are technically allowing to infuse products with additives that are banned in many parts of the world because, um, you know, we have a higher likelihood of childhood cancer and low sperm count and effective fertility problems. So this potassium mm. bromide, for instance, um, which is, you know, in many store breads, causes mm-hmm. that but it can also irritate the nose, throat, and lungs and cause shortness of breath and wheezing, but it's still allowed in our food. So wow. despite being banned in Europe, Canada, and Brazil, um, at, in, with evidence that it causes cancer in animals, right, the U.S.-made foods still contain the compound um, titanium dioxide. Right, now, I remember this one as well, referred to um, in Things like Skittles and Starburst and other candy that contain that chemical compound. Um, the Environmental Working Group um, released a study saying that, and the FDA maintained that concentrations of the substance in U.S. food is safe. Mm. Okay, American, whatever. Right. Although the American whatever. Chemistry Council 
um, an industry body representing U.S. chemical companies said that more thorough probe needs to be carried out. Carried out. Mm-hmm. That's they for sure. Yeah. Ban, yeah, they ban another country, but it's cool over here because it's a low volume. Yeah, okay. Don't put it in my yeah. food, period. Yeah, yeah, we can have we can have a little um, we can have chemicals as long as it's in low doses. This should yeah. be in our bodies, and they have right. that. Mm. So there's another one called BBO. It's a type of vegetable with bromide in it. Often shows up in diets of citrus soda. Um, <laughs> so they want to stop ingredients and fruit flavored drinks from spreading like you know Mountain Dew was banned in a lot of com- countries yeah. So yeah they had to take that stuff out of there um to even sell them in other com- countries mm-hmm. so red dye red 40 as well as yellow 5 and yellow 6 contain benzene um oh no it's, it's benzodyne um it's a human and animal carcinogen is permitted in low, presumably safe levels in dye. Whatever. <laughs> so shoppers can find red 40 in cake icing in the baking aisle. Um, those that love Twinkies take in a dose of yellow 5, yellow 6. Meanwhile, it can be found in sugary breakfast cereals like Lucky Charms and Captain Crunch. Mm. So I'm just doing news, people, but anytime I hear a name in one of those news stories, I have to stop eating it. There you go. And it and yesterday I had some some Twizzlers in my car and I turned over the pack and I'm like, please do not be red forty or red number <laughs> I number five. <laughs> and and uh, honestly, I can't remember, but I think it did contain one of those in there. It must be low yeah. doses, but I'm gonna have to stop eating those. I used to eat the red yep. peanut butter and crackers. Now I there can't eat go. those. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, messing up my dog on Twizzlers. I stopped eating yeah. them for years, and now I'm back. And now, you know. Now you can't eat them no now more, I huh? Get rid of them. Mm. Uh, wow. Oh, no. Yeah, see, now that, now that we're only 15 minutes out or almost 10 minutes out, I might as well, we might as well knock out the rest of the show, Elias. My bad for keeping you. I was going, hey, man, I was well, hey, go, hey, go ahead. I, I got to run in here and help, help my brother real quick. I'll be back in okay. about five minutes. Okay. Well, I'll do these. I'll do two stories, and we can we can sign off after that. Okay. Okay. All right. So, black Californians could be fined for three hundred and sixty thousand dollars payments um, each as a part of the state's plan to diss out reparations to descendants of slaves. So, California Secretary of State Shirley Weber um, told a you know told at a meeting that the state must admit its sins and change the narrative and um, to pave the way for similar initiatives to um, already being considered in other states. But there has been no details about how the $650 billion project will be funded and concerns that California is um, growing debt, which is expected to worsen. Um, But they are – Expected, hopefully, to get the three hundred and sixty thousand dollars payments. You know, I hope that New York State comes out with their payment plan because they need to come out with theirs as well. Now, a U.S. soldier has been sentenced to forty-five years in jail for conspiring with a satanic neo-Nazi group to launch a jihad massacre of his own platoon um, as it guarded secret a secret military base. 
Now, a former U.S. Army soldier from Kentucky has been sentenced to the maximum of 45 years in prison for plotting to a murderous terror attack on his platoon and his um, um, paratrooper unit. So Ethan Melser, who was 24, was um, um, devoted to this violent extreme group seeking to erode or destroy Western um, civilization. The judge said that he deserves the maximum because of the lasting harm he caused by sharing U.S. military secrets with um, other followers of that radical violent group. Um, I'm not going to say their name, but um, there are a couple out there. I'm not going to give them <coughs> excuse me, any publicity, but they are really um, – he did get sentenced to 45, 45 years. Now, a 31-year-old um, Colorado woman won't see the inside of a prison cell despite having sex with a 13-year-old boy in June of 2022. So the town of Fountain, which is located just south of Colorado Springs, um, it later emerged that Andrea um, Serrano had become pregnant as a result of our sexual assault on a minor. She was freed shortly after her original arrest in July of last year on a $70,000 bond. So Serrano's lawyers had come to a plea deal with prosecutors will force her to register as a sex offender, but means that she will avoid prison. So since her arrest, she has given birth to this 13-year-old's baby, and the child is in her care. And his family are, are planning to petition the court to gain custody. The victim is now 14 years old. So we'll see how this pans itself out. A furious woman allegedly, well, we will do what Elias comes back. Okay, so we won't do that story because, again, that one might be a bit much for our listeners. It is, um, you know, we're coming up on, it's actually Easter today. So I just want to say that, and you're listening to us kind of do a little bit more news um, to start off your Easter weekend so that you can be a little smarter when it comes to Monday and you have a little bit more information um, when you start talking to your coworkers. Now, taking vitamin D each day can cut your chances of dementia. According to a new study, experts said that vitamin D helps reduce the buildup of um, um, plaques linked to Alzheimer's disease. Now, they found those who took the supplements live free from the disease um, longer if you take vitamin D. So vitamin D, vitamin D3, as long as you have some in your system, they're saying that, hey, go ahead and, um, you know, take those. They will help you from, um, from getting Alzheimer's. Now, I wanted to say a married biology teacher whose mother, who's a mother of three, is accused of sleeping with a mentally ill student 12 times in her car after meeting him um, at a special needs school where she works. So this uh, woman, Sandy um, Pinez, who's 33, a former teacher in Yonkers, is accused of having a relationship with the unidentified 16-year-old student um, at the, um, I guess it's called um, Bernardi School in New York City. So we haven't, that's our, 
another unraised story. I was trying to ignore those while I was at it, but it's, they seem to keep popping up on my news feed as we are as we are going. So there's a another story that um, I will end on. I know we're getting close to the top of the hour, but um, Big Pharma Eli Lilly finally capped that price of insulin. I know I've done this story before, but it's at $35 and um, a huge public backlash over price gouging. So Eli Lilly slashed the cost of their insulin products by 70% and um, relieving some of the financial burden on millions of people who have diabetes. So if you are, um, if it has not dropped yet, I would ask your doctor to try to look for Eli Lilly's projects, products, and there's a couple other who I know have um, dropped their prices um, for insulin, um, for drugs, for, you know, to maintain good insulin levels. So just check that out. Now, um, Biden also gave this Vietnam vet the Medal of Honor after waiting 60 years because the Army lost his paperwork. So I want to do this story. Um, Army Special Forces Colonel Paris Davis risked his life multiple times in a 1965 ambush, and he just received his um, Medal of Honor this year. So I want to shout them out. And also I want to, um, you know, talk about the fact that I know, again, we talk about race and stuff on, on the program, but we want to talk about kind of, making sure that we reach back and start doing some of those stories that is going to make us a little smarter and get us to understand that there are other things going on in the world and people are still doing some great things, even though there seems to be um, some some negative things going on in the world. So we need to make sure that we do some positive news stories. I, I think I even missed the, the story in February about Serena Williams receiving her NAACP Jackie Robinson Award, you know, um, and she followed in the path of Michael Jordan and LeBron. And admittedly, she's incredibly humbled to be given that award, but the 41-year-old won 23 Grand Slams, Grand Slam titles in 27 years. And she received that that um, Jackie Robinson Award. And um, so it's given to athletes who promoted social justice through creative endeavors. So, you know, Serena Williams has also gotten her award. So on that note, um, LES, I guess we'll kind of end the program a little bit early, not just great early, but we'll end it a little bit early and just tell everybody okay. just to tune in next week, and we'll bring some more news, and hopefully, well, I won't say hopefully we'll have some better news because that seems <laughs> like a misnomer, but we'll do some more news after um, the serious side next week. So. On that note, I'll see you again next week. Elias? All righty, brother. Yep. I'll see you next week. All right, brother. All right. Yep. All right. Later. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.